Extra, extra, this week's issue is finally here. Download, stream, and share the hottest WrestleCast around. Get ready for your latest installment of Turnbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, you're not a drummer, but you think you could try to play that? I was a drummer. Well, that's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I played quads. So yeah, I, you, I, I that's right. you played you play the fat boy drums. Wow, that's I, nice. I, no, 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 I, I didn't play the bass drum, the big... No, 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 no. Every time that I see, like, the... the the like the drumline kind of dudes. Yep. I always see like the fat boys that that play the the fucking quads. Well, they there play, I am, sir. The fat boys. feather hat and all. Exactly. <laughs> the feather hat. The feather hat and all. Mookie, 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 mook, 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 mookie, 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 mook. Every time I play a note, my feather, my feather flops in graceness. Oh, uh, were you at the games at the uh, at the school and shit? A few times. Yeah, you had to go to the a few games. times. Like important games, they brought us over. And if, I, can you play the the Christ the King anthem? Like, if you need to. Yeah, um, I got you right now. Uh, oh. One, two, three, go. Um, wow, I was so about to say something really bad. Hey, but, uh, <laughs> Priest will rape you in the butt, like something like that. Um, <laughs> close, like some weird. Uh, um, and the nuns they hate you because the they ha- oppressed their sexuality. You're forced to go mass every month. <laughs> like nah, and don't touch yourself because masturbation is wrong. Hey, you ain't and, lying. <laughs> One of the professor, one of the teachers learned- called my brother a Pokemon playing virgin. Wow, was he? But was he like a priest or was he? He was a basketball coach, but he was like a regular person. Yeah, like, he looked like the, like a typical gym teacher. Like he looked like the dad from High School Musical. They, That's that, how white yeah, okay. and basic we're talking. Yeah, there right we now. go. <laughs> Pretty Had, accurate. I'm thinking about the guy who have like like that. Real handlebar mustache that they have to put like wax on it. And no, that's shit. the wrestling team. Oh, that's the wrestling coach. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the wrestling, wrestling coach. coach. They had that. He has like that 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 swoop over comb over yep. hairdo. Uh huh. He keeps the beard just because you know he's chewing look more manly. Chewing on tobacco or like a or, or like and a toothpick, ha- and he has to scream with in a megaphone, but no one else is in the in the building. So, but you know, just to get the attention. He have to he has to talk with a megaphone. We used to have a uh, in public school. I and I. Well, I actually remember my other teachers, but in, in public school, there was this gym teacher. His name was Mr. Barbazat. And he wow, was that. what pin- a last name. He had that pinnacle Tom Selleck mustache. Like, oh. You know, he had he combed it thoroughly. And he bought and that, the products and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, and that it hung over his lip. That oh. he, like, it was that thorough. And his food always sticks to his mustache. And on, uh, he was he about like 6'4", but since it's public school, he was able to like put his arm on the rim and look like a, like, like like he was showing off, like he was really Ooh. tall, but really the rim was like 7 feet. So like all he had to do was like grab it. It was really that fucking simple. So he looked like a he looked like an obnoxious Ooh, ass doing obnoxious that. Obnoxious dickhead. He wore these tight ass Lacoste shirts and oh. tight ass jeans. He was a gym teacher wore jeans. The only time that he ever wore like what? gym shorts was for special like events, whatever. So basically, to show that he was a gym teacher, he was a pedophile, and the women swooned for him. What the mothers when they would come to the shows or the performances, they all would look for Mister Barbazat. 
Nah, Where's Mr. Barber's at? He sounds like a pedophile creep to me. I mean, he's probably somewhere right now, like with a gimp leg. Well, he's, near, he's, near, he's in the psych ward. Oh yeah, exactly. He's probably yeah, yeah. he's there somewhere because he fucking was tormented with that name, Mr. Barber's at. Mr. Barber's at. He must have came from exactly where uh, Farouk what was. Was Freddie Farouk Babalaka? No, no. What's, what's Freddie Mercury's name? His real name? Oh, Farouk Farouk Bakweer or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> was, I don't. Know, I feel to be honest, I forgot. But super producer, what's his real name? For thanks, you, 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 you're very helpful. Farouk Farouk Bambalin. I I just I I I, I forgot. What up? It just escaped my name. Uh, escaped my mind. His fucking his his name. But yeah, Mr. Barbazat. We also had one. I had one in junior high school. It would have been Mr. Barbazat carbon copy, but except he was like the the excrement that didn't quite make it right to the to the to the to the egg. He was like halfway there. No, oh, so he was me. half the size. He had the he, but he had the he still had the the porn mustache oh. that went over the lip again. The lip, Mister Katz, Farouk Balsara, Balsara, yeah, Farouk Balsara was uh he was neighbors to Mister Barbazat. You look up you you look up Freddie Mercury and it has the most mookiest picture of him. And you li- you literally you type up Farouk Balsara and all the gay musicians come up right next to him, Elton John, and right next doesn't, to him is George Michael. Doesn't his doesn't his his name sound like something that you put on a salad? Hi, I'll have the linguine with balsara sauce. Well, uh, yeah, can you put a little bit of Farouk Basala on it? Just a little bit. Well, vinaigrette and oil and vinegar <laughs> is not the same thing, bro. So. I'm glad that you, you caught up on your, your Howard Stern. I watch, yo, ask my mom. I, I, I go in my room. She goes, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you think? She goes, Howard Stern? I'm like, yep. I don't even put... I'm only playing video games again for the God past- damn it, Jay! Why did you introduce this young man? She to loves Stern? it. She, she was like, "Oh, I used to hate Cabby." I was like, "Oh, oh your mom is real cool." My mom, and my dad have the whole. My mom and dad have the DVDs of the original. I was gonna give them really. They have the DVDs of the original programming in the early days. What do you mean, like the like Howard Stern, like all Howard TV? Like, like best moments, like the E shows and all that stuff. All the stuff. Oh my god, we, um, are, we need to sit and watch. Well, that. definitely. Um, he, my dad just told me about it last week, so oh, we I'll need bring to it, watch I'll bring it. it. I'll bring it through. Why have we not hang, hung out yet? Who you and your father? My father. The parents. I didn't oh, even go hang out um, with the parents. It was funny because well, my Abe, dad's lazy. Did you hear the comment that Abe made? Like I was over here, like <laughs> our partnership is like almost a setup right. to catch a predator. Yum. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Cause we are exactly like twenty one years apart. It's fucking weird. Age is a number, son. Hey, oh, that's right. Let's hold hands while you said that. Um, <laughs> camera when the camera's on. When the camera's on. Oh, I do. We'll do it. But once again, I I have to say that this past week of of foolishness and ridiculousness has just come full circle because I'm right now. I'm running on fumes. I'm exhausted. Uh oh. I am exhausted. I feel yeah. I feel like the. I'm exhausted right now. I I just came from work. Oh. And I had to take Super Producer Sully to, to dance. You look exhausted, boy. And I'm finished. But I said, I'm not going to be, I don't want to do, because I don't want to, I didn't want to record a show later in the weekend, because it goes out later in the weekend. Yep. And, and there's going to be a whole big snow thing tomorrow. So. And I don't know whether or not you'll be able to come through. Right. No, it's, not, it's supposed to be not that bad here in New York, though. Oh, okay. In New York City. It's not supposed to be I would have made it anyway. But. but still, it's just exhausting. So rather now, then you go to sleep. And then, for me, honestly, while people sit there and go, oh, I'm drinking a Red Bull right now. Nah, I'll drink a beer. It, it, it'll keep me up for a little right, while longer. Right. Just a little while longer. Because I know once I crash, I got to go to work tonight. Yeah. And then work was like, it was horrible this week. It Are you getting bad. over it? I mean, <sighs> you, 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 My you job? Start, yeah, you starting to be over it? I, it's not that I'm over it. I just hate. Do you go there anymore going, damn, I'm hype? I, I never did. I mean, I never really did. Not hype, but like, I enjoyed not, not my, hype, but like, were you were content with it? I enjoyed my job. I just don't like 
the stupid shit that people do at my job. Staff like pay- or patients? Not patients are going to be patients. You're always going to know who the fuck is what. It's staff that you, and you you probably feel the same way All too time, like you bro. where you work at kids are kids you know you're gonna deal with kids it's the staff that yep. fucking gives they you ruin the, the experience you know what i've realized and i've come to the realization not only because of the different backgrounds and different uh ethnicities that people come from yeah the cultures and stuff like that it's the other aspect the, the other ideas where people just don't think the way that they should think at their job. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, their mindsets are completely off and personalized and right. bullshit. Where they, there's no like the way that you would approach a kid. Yeah. Let's say you know, let's let, we'll do this quick and analytical before we go into the wrestling shit. Um, the way that you approach a kid. Yeah. A situation is going down. You approach a kid one way, and then your coworker will approach the same kid in their style, and your style works, but they the the coworker won't. Or cannot assimilate to do the style that you use because they're tight. That my word, either yours work. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't interact in their mind that why did it work? Yeah. Or the fact of the matter is they've never been brought up to or even understand how how to learn to make it work. It sounds like they're putting their pride before their paycheck, right? Their pride mm-hmm. or the fact that it just doesn't register to them that there's certain ways to do it. It's, it's either it's either they honestly don't understand or they don't catch it or they're literally just being bitter pricks and going, "Yeah, I'm not making, I'm not giving you the time of day, boss." And mind you guys, I'm I'm working, I'm working a way to make it tie into wrestling soon. And I'm getting, I'm getting there. It's also to a thing to where you don't understand your environment where you're working at. Yeah, you no. you 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 seem to take a position. You take a job, yeah, because either a the money's good, or b you think it's going to be a cakewalk. But yet you cannot you cannot get with the flow or, or, or work with the how the system works. You could be trained many times, right? I know at your job you have a, a, a annual training. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys do um what uh um what what kind of training you guys do? <laughs> um, we 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 have to we have to go and like and act a. We have to go act a part. We have to go. Um, but you do like a lot of like, a lot of lectures. You do like peer, like peer, um, um, peer, uh, like like a peer execution styles where you guys work with each other with teamwork. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like it's like a boot camp. Like yeah, like 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 uh, like what you call it? Like um, uh, class uh, like class and bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like mine, boot, I mean, like and all that shit. Yeah, it's a boot camp of small things. I remember when I was working in, in the program that you did. Like we, when the kids were off, we would have trainings all week. Yeah, it'd be like case uh, case assessments, uh, fundamentals in and and connecting with others. Yeah, it's, uh, this, and, and that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's not even with the kids; it's with fucking team members that you have yeah. to work with. Yeah, assholes. <laughs> so, which which leads me to why I am saying what I'm saying. This week's cutting a promo leads to. Uh, protecting the business in which this week we have seen a, in my opinion, and also Olski agrees with me, a huge violation of what protecting the business is. But before I continue with that, welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Jay the Red Sante, also known as the King of Talksell, as well as Mr. Eater the Matt. As well as the Perni Master. <laughs> <laughs> the Penny perpetrator, yeah, yeah the, the Penny perpetrator, and I am the Uber riding, woo, jet jet blue flying, woo, tricycle stealing, woo, coupon wheeling, son of a fat boy, woo, fan Matt. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the like group page on Facebook. Also check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tabloid, as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And be sure you check us out as well as on the YouTube and on the anchor pages at TRS's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Also, 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 
Don't tell me you can't find us on all the podcasting outlets. Because That's bullshit. It, that is such bullshit. We have. <laughs> I'm, I'll call you out in spades over that shit. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on all the podcasting platforms. It's Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spreaker. We're everywhere. Castbox. We're every fucking where. <laughs> the only place that really that we're not on, and I, I and I haven't put it on there purposely. Yeah. Which I think I'm about to soon right. is on SoundCloud. Oh right, that's true. Because we need to promote the SoundCloud but, uh, um, uh, page as well. That's at Red's Room. Red's Room. Um, Red's Room. Uh, oh my god, just Red's um, Red Room Radio. Red's Room Radio. So yeah, just, I just slipped my mind because I got I got pissed off because I had a conversation with somebody and it's like, where can I find you? Fuck, just t- Google Turnbuckle Tabloid. <laughs> I, yo, we got, we're so fucking, we got to We the gave point, you a business card with our shit on it. But not only that, we've gotten to a point where if you Google Turnbuckle Tabloid, it'll link you to everywhere. We're fucking everywhere now. I've done it the other, exactly. And it'll come up. And he just showed it. It's, it that's, we're everywhere. So Google Turnbuckle Tabloid, we're there. Um, instantly. Yeah. Like, so I'm on my, my thing and it's, it's already bringing me to the last episode. You're on your thing? My, my, my ting. Yeah. Your ting. Also, make sure you check us out, of course, at, the 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 honeycomb the home the home spot where it be where it, where we where we do our biggest of business at at rageworks.net why go anywhere else we are uh, prevalent doing the prevalent and relevant things that occur in pop culture today rageworks.net ladies and gentlemen yeah you know so i had to take a breather for that shit Whew, i'm winded well <laughs> cutting a promo is not gonna be any different oh right? no no i gotta work out for that shit guys when you go to rageworks.net you get everything under the one umbrella why go anywhere else everything under the sun is there tv shows comic books movies video games it's all there you don't have to go anywhere else there's move there's, there's reviews there's previews there's contests we got it for you guys rageworks.net has all the podcasts call me when it's over turnbuckle tabloid trss uh, uh, black is the new black. Toys and text. The, the varying issues, guys. We're all there. We have all the podcasting needs. Before you see all these other uh, 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 outlets that are doing their own small umbrella, their own conglomerates of podcasts, I have to tell you guys honestly, RageWorks.net was the first one to do it out there, out here, and I gotta say, <laughs> much love one. that we we out there for them. So show us love and show us show us the respect. Damn it, put some spec on it, dogs. Well, um. I agree, man. Uh, you know, show some love, man. Thanks for thanks for chiming in with that one, sir. Listen, I had something in my mind. It's cut off. All right. <laughs> I know sometimes. It's oh, just... I'll tell you what's Mike. Oh, okay, okay. So, guys, this week, this is why this is what led me up to the conversation I was having earlier. I know I could be masterful with it. I just, I just, I found a way to took this piece that ooh, Oski was doing this week, and what I did this week, and I put it together. Ah, uh, and I made it a ah. Uh, Mm, I made it a cut in the promo this week. I think, I think, I think on the, we talked on the phone, like one sentence was came out of our mouths and you were like, yep, cutting a promo. That's it. That's it. That's it. Protect the business. We're not even wrestlers. And we we're not the even in the business. We're just media. Yeah, we're media, man. And we, the first thing that came out of our mind was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. For Talk about real. what was What was that we saw just quickly? Like, what was it that, that, that clicked with us? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll elaborate later, but this is opening Zabo? No, no, no. I'm just saying it's just quick, like just quickly when we saw, like, what was it that, 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 in your mind said, this gotta be talked about? Oh, well, th- uh, listen, Ronda Rousey broke the, the all forsaken rule. Uh, <laughs> there are two rules in, in the wrestling business that are very important to me. Don't mention Chris Benoit. <laughs> and, and you don't expose the business you're working for. Um, don't say the F word. Ronda you, s- Ra- you said, you said, fake. fake? I, I thought, thought I said, I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- wait, this is cutting a promo. 
No, no, no. We're about to go to it now. Okay. Um, of, course, of course, we got to go to our appetizers. Well, we have we have a great commercial for you guys. This is the new one we got? Uh, yeah, we're going to play it. Uh, this week, ladies and gentlemen, got a big fucking interview, man. Yeah, it is very big. Big fucking interview. I've been trying it to- It was eye-opening. Yeah, I was, I've been trying to, to hook this fish for the longest time, man. Caught. And uh, it finally reeled it, reeled it in. Hopefully- um, you guys are, are entertained. Depending on how long this episode runs, I'm gonna probably, gonna probably have to cut it into two. Yeah. Depending on what, how, right. how this, cause if we go off on a rant during cutting the promo, yeah, it's gonna be some shit. I'm gonna have to cut it into two. But <laughs> this week, we were able to land, and I, and I really wanted Oski to sit in and, and listen to this because this was very important, not only to, to me, but it's also to the connection we, we just talked about, how was Stern earlier. No, it's not how was Stern, but, we 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 spoke about oh that's that's what I thought <laughs> no 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 it was Baba Booey Baba Artie? Booey Artie Artie we um we 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 were able to connect with an individual who was in that circle uh was on Howard one hundred one for three Big years man. now he has an independent podcast he's another one out there that's doing his own conglomerate of podcasts right now he has his own his own self titled show he has a sh- uh, podcast called the Slob Show which is dedicated to uh fast food and now he also has a show called Vince. Uh, please steal this, which is dedicated to wrestling. Uh, podcasting all in serious XM former employee, but still a connected man in the business. Abe Cannon stopped in with us and it was a big fucking look for us. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm always proud of whatever we get, whoever comes through, but this week is a big one for us. I'm, um, like I said, I, I'm swimming. I'm swimming right now in the world of the possibilities of, of getting people in the Howard Stern world. Yeah. Man. I've had, um, I've had, uh, uh, we, we, we've had, um, James Madden, the comedian who was in, uh, with Shuli during the Ronnie's yeah. block party. Uh-oh. And then now we got Abe. So slowly but surely, we're, we're chipping away. One day, 20 years from now, we'll get Howard before he dies. <laughs> when he's 95. Also this week, like you said, we have, um, we, we, we have the, the cutting a promo, which is protect the business and wrestling rundown. And what did we watch what, this what week? What we watch this week, which is there was a lot to watch this week, guys. So, uh, don't there go was. anywhere, guys. Stick around. We will return and much, much more installed. Don't go anywhere. Turbuckle tabloids cutting a promo. Great. This is the right opportune time for the fucking uh, commercial not to go. That's all right. I'll add it. I'll get it. I'll uh, get it in post. I'll do it in the back. I'll get it in post. Any case, so you know what? This is meant for this 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 uh, cutting a promo to go. Uh, so uh, let me just open up uh, Skype quick. Um, so. Guys, Colin, give your guy, uh, give you, give your opinion on whatever you, your thoughts about what is the topic of this week and cutting the promo. Of royalties, royalties, of royalties. The hell is that? Um, so this week, explain what explain what occurred this week on uh on uh on our world media. of wrestling and social media. Well, this week we had um, a, a a few altercations between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch on the twitters and stuff. And let's just say it went overboard to the fact that Rhonda Rhonda said Becky Lynch's disarmor looks like a dick that she wishes she had. Okay. Um I th- but the first thing was the, the the photo. She um Rhonda said uh about with Tom with Sue, right? No, the the the, the photo that's saying that she looked like she was on the lineup and she said she called the fate of the photo fake. Oh, okay. That's what started off. All right. So, hold on. Rondo needs to sit down. Okay. Uh, Rhonda. Okay. Well, if you want to call in, um, go ahead, boy. Um, then they went back and forth. Let basically, me see quick. Make sure that the, the thing is good up here. Basically yeah. exposing the business. But um, they go back and forth, jab for jab, basically calling Becky's move fake. 
Um, most of it was done by Ronda. I don't think Becky did anything, right? Um, she was just teasing around. The, the the thing that she did was the um the picture of the husband on what was supposed to be the the penis. In yeah. Which she said that um basically she said her 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 move is fake and the only thing that she's grabbing for is basically what she would think is the dick that she would and she said dick. Yeah, she said dick. She said dick. Yeah. Um, she she wishes she had. And probably Vince was probably cringing at the at the way with that. Uh, right. And then you know she was she responded with the picture of. Rhonda's husband's head on the arm yeah. in which she was holding it was Rhonda's arm that she holding was holding dick. and in which Rhonda retorted uh I'm gonna go I don't care what the script says when the next time I see you and she called her by her name Rebecca Quinn when I see you I'm gonna beat the shit out of you she was I'm gonna, I don't care I, I, she was I'm gonna I'm going off script I'm gonna beat the living shit out of you right um now for me well first of all when you when you first when you first hear this, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, okay, so, you know, the back and forth thing, Becky teasing her on, Ronda going off, and breaking that metaphorical fourth wall in the wrestling business. Right. I automatically said, yeah, you could leave now. You could go. Like, the wrestling business has no no, no, no place for you if you're going to say shit like that. Right. That's like... You're exposing your paycheck. Like you're exposing the, the the you're exposing the job you work for every day. You're the, the same company who gave you the championship belt and all the whole nine yards main roster automatically. Everything, everything you ever wanted. You say it's fake. Listen, she should be lucky that she's in the in the position she is right now. She she's in. It was a ba- it was a bad look, man. Um, like I said, we're not wrestlers. No, never. never well, the only time we wrestled in two K nineteen and Fire Pro. I'm cool with that. Or maybe when um the lights go dim and there's a certain lady in the room. That's not wrestling. That's savagery. That's well, a crime I, scene. Well, I call it wrestling. Depend on uh what kind of mood setting is the in. sharpshooter. So, that's that's one of the moves I use. The sharp Jesus. You ever use the figure four leg lock? Oh God! I've never used any of those moves. <laughs> Nothing. That, that sounds horrible. Have you sexy. used the um? The, the pedigree, Batista, the Batista like, bomb. No, the pedigree, like six nine, <laughs> six nine. Use the pedigree. Uh, I, I'm like I said, never, never been in the business. Never claimed to have been in the business. The only yeah. thing that we are is media to the business. As funny as as stupid as it sounds, yes, we are media to the business. We are as goofy as this show can yeah. be. We're fucking media to this shit. And the first thing that came to my mind when this occurred, when I was reading this, I said, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Right? Mm-hmm. You have to be kidding me. There's no way, and I don't understand how WWE is allowing this. Um, did they did they delete those tweets? No, not at all. Okay, pe- you know people online are saying, yeah, WWE wants this aggression. I'm like, no. Um, Ronda went above and beyond, son, and um, I really think that that she's leaving. I think I think that she's gonna that she's not happy. I don't think that she, I think she wants to go. And have her kid and all that, and that's completely right. fine. So you think that this is her way? This is her way of basically saying, "I don't I, give a fuck. Fuck I, this, I'm, I'm out set for life. I'm out." Yeah, fuck this, I'm out. Um, I don't think it's fuck this, I'm out. I think it's more like, yeah, you know what? I did that. For, I did this for a year. I want to have my kid now. I have nothing to lose. Uh huh. Once you have nothing to lose, you any anything comes out of your mouth. She at the end of the day, she exposed the business. Uh, that's uh, protecting your job. That, that that's that's like me going. Online and saying my 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 job um feeds kids poison. It's like or or, or, or just doing any way to violate the business because that was a punch to the face to right. WWE any wrestling company out there. What was it? She um it, and it was a lot. It was a a, a a long back and forth. Them going um 
uh, what was it? Uh, Rhonda makes it. The, she makes the, the 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 accusation. That's what I'm trying. You done. You hobbling around trying to be a ginger crutch ninja with your fake prison photos, and the hallway isn't helping. She must have got tight when she wailed on her with the with right. that crutch. Yeah, and probably. that's one thing that a lot of people are not talking about. She probably wild on her shit and was pissed that she fucking went at it like that. Yeah, but Charlie got the worst of that Charlie shit. Got the wor- and um. Pr- I'm pretty sure that she's she feels like she's getting maybe um attacked as a as a, as the new one the new com- newcomer um something must be in her head that's making her feel this way. Well, the other thing too is like this is this is um she exposed his- the prison pics. Well, not only that, this is history coming back unfold because remember when Ronda was on top of the world in the UFC, she was the the best of the best. This is the dangerous woman in the world. And all of a sudden, one kick, bam, put her the fuck out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, she's done. She comes to WWE, they promise to the world, you're going to be the biggest thing here and all this shit, whatever the case, boom, Becky becomes humongous overnight. And you're told you're going to lose to her at Mania or something like that. Yeah, all of a sudden, boom, done, gone. So um, um, Becky responds back, keep the F word out your mouth and concentrate on getting the better in the business instead of trying to remain above it. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Ooh. That was good. Ooh. That was good. Ooh, wait. Shade button, please. Shade button, please. <laughs> so, uh, Rhonda responds, F word. You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical BS armbar that doesn't even work and just, just like, uh, excuse me, and just looks like you're holding a dick in which you had. Okay, first of all, mm-hmm. You sold that armbar. Yeah. That fucking, and, 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 um, what was it, uh, uh, before? It was on Raw. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sold that armbar on Raw. You could tell she's tight, man. She's uh, not. You want to say hi to the people? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sold it on, you can say it if you want. Super producer Sully, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you sold it on Raw, you dumbass. Um, but she's going, like, she, I don't, her her words right there are like yo you sold the, you sold the armbar first off and second off um you literally just said that your moves that you do as well are fake like you just exp- literally just said the whole thing out the there. whole spiel the whole spiel you know the spiel uh huh um uh, what she was um what she write um and she was huh it does look exactly like me now now that you mentioned it and she put Rhonda's husband's head on that arm yes sir. <laughs> And Rhonda writes back, Rebecca Quinn, I don't care what the script says. I'm beating the living shit out of you the next time I see you. Okay. God, I wish, I, I wish, I wish a wrestler would fucking call in to tell, to, 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 to talk about this. Like I said, the line is open. Uh, the Skype line is open. You see the, the number on the bottom. It's on the scroll. It's on the bottom there. Uh, but, um, I, wow. To, to, well, we've, we've seen it many a times. We, we, you know, we were talking about when the mics were off the air. Um, the Kevin Nash video where um, the guy who played Dwight the Clown, I forgot his name, said that Kevin Owens had no place to be in the business you, Ray, for up? saying the word fake. If you say the word fake, it was said that you do not belong to – you don't deserve to be in the business. Right. Do you agree with Kevin Kevin Nash's thing where it's like, hey, we all know what it is, so why not just say it? Or, no, we have a, we have a, we have a business to protect. You don't say that word. The, the difference with the, the Doink, the Doink, the Clown – um, their interaction, the way that there was, was that it wasn't on a social media platform the way it is now. But imagine if it was. Then it would be a problem. Right. You still have to find a way to protect the business. Always. You just, just imagine if, if he told, yo, that power bomb, I could have walked away from that shit. It's no different than what the fuck, um, the, uh, um, Austin, Austin Aries did. Austin Aries did at Bound for Glory. Yeah, it's no different. 
Yeah. He finished the match. He did what he was contractually supposed to, to do. do. Right. But once he, that once that bell rang, right, the stage was off. Right. There was no he, more show. But he still should have gotten some type of backlash from it. Yep. But come see, come saw. At the end of the day, they gave a match. He did. They did a match. They, and I actually turned the match into more of a shoot than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they did. They did. Well, I would expect that from Impact. That's a yeah, culture they, vulture plus, grab. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They needed something to reach for. WWE has no excuse. <laughs> There's no way that they are backing what Ronda and Becky Lynch have been going back and forth and saying on Twitter. Mainly Ronda Rousey. And Ronda has a history of not being fucking professional. Not even professional. Not even fucking knowing how to interact with other individuals on social media. She's a sore loser. She doesn't know Um, how to She says dumb shit on Twitter. When she loses, she walks the fuck away. She doesn't want to say nothing. She fucking cuts her her, all her social media off. She looks like a fucking Debbie Downer. She goes in depressed mode. She said she almost wanted to kill herself last time. Yeah, you're you're a depressed and horrible fucking mess. And fine To me There's two things That come into play here Two things Number one Let them know son Protect the fucking business We all know it's scripted We all know it's choreographed We all know at the end of the day Them punches don't land Because if they really don't fucking land Then somebody will really get knocked the fuck out Right. Real punches when it's like you, it's out. like you know what it is, but you don't say it out loud. It's like we all know nine eleven happened, no but no one just randomly brings it up. Listen, uh, there's no, no way one fucking says it. Captain America throws a fucking shield and bounces off of three walls and hits a fucking a villain in the face and he catches it. Well he he did save the, the Academy Award winner from tripping on the staircase during the Academy Awards. Did you watch that? I did. You were in mook mode this week. You I saw was, the Academy Awards and you fought you finished the mass singer. I mook for that too. I'm not. Are you I serious? You were three for three. I can't. I can't. I, 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 I can't do it. I can't. You, yo, you called me. I can't. Hype. L- listen, I can't. I can't. I can't take it. Yeah, I, I moved out for that. You I were blowing it. champagne. All right. All right. I moved out for that. Fine. I was gonna let you hang in a win, but I didn't. Fine. No. You. No. I called T Pain week one. Any case. What? So, um, the match predictor. You got to fucking protect it. You have to protect the fact that we all know the business is what it is, but you still get hype when. You see fucking Kofi Kingston hit Trouble in Paradise. Right. You see um, AJ hit fucking uh, um, the Styles Clash. When you see Seth hit the curb stomp, you still get hype for it. Yeah. For you now to sit there and tell me, oh, that arm ball is fake. Now when she does it, it's not going to be as exciting. I would, yo, I swear to you, and it sounds so bad. It sounds so malicious. I would hope that she breaks her fucking arm if she gets in that shit. Just to teach a fucking lesson. Yeah. And that's old school shit. Yeah. Which teaches me. The receipt. Which, right. The the, the art of the receipt. Which is another thing to where she's such a fucking, um, Rhonda's such an, uh, uh, an admirer. And she looked at, 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 at Roddy Piper as an idol. Roddy would be turning over in his wrestling grave. Grave right now. Knowing she said those things. She said some shit like that. Yeah. This was a man who lived the fucking gimmick. gimmick. Yeah, he was the role. He, he was the man of He that. was a guy who only rolled with heels on the road. He was a guy who fucking said uh uh uh, uh such such cutting and such fucking uh, and, and such disrespectful and balancing the line of racist, bigot, uh 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 um Whatever, whatever fucking uh, negative fucking perspective uh, society would put, he put it in the forefront. Yeah. And he said, yo, this is what it, you hit a fucking man over the head with a coconut. <laughs> a guy from fucking Samoa, Hawaii, whatever fucking you, you were saying, was, you hit him with a fucking One coconut. One of the best moments. Stuff man. a banana up his nose. And, um, Rhonda's here repping Piper, saying that, um, the legacy's gonna be passed on to, from her. If that's the legacy that I'm, that's being passed right Her now. Her finish is called a Piper's Pit, which is, by the way, Rhonda, that shit is fake. 
Yo, that's a kick out at one in any fucking game. <laughs> any real fight. In any wrestling game, it's a kick out at one. That shit won't even fly in Ring of Honor. That shit won't even fly in New Japan. It wouldn't fly in House of Glory. Exactly. That shit wouldn't even fly in ICW or whatever the fucking indie fucking uh, promotions are. And, and, and bumfuck Iowa, that finisher won't even fucking fly. <laughs> but because you're Ronda Rousey. You get to use it. And by the way. I do you think that these women are going to allow you to grab their uh, grab their arm the way that they ought to f- to put your submission on? Stop it! Do you see this turning into a shoot at Mania? I turn. I see this turning into something real ridiculous, and I'm I'm kind of. I think. Go ahead. I'm kind of. Uh, I'm sorry, because I, I, I told you I was going to get on a rant this week. I'm kind of upset that they have not pumped the brakes on this yet. Can you imagine if they said um, Roman Reigns punch and Superman punch? Nothing. That, that doesn't really connect. It's an air whiff. Yeah, it doesn't really connect. Um, John Cena's um, attitude adjustment doesn't really hurt. He places you down nicely. She literally tried burying Becky's career, exposing her and all that in the business. I'm more, I, like I said, I'm more on, on, on the level to where at the end of the day, who, who are we protecting here? Her or the business? This could also be a thing where Rhonda, Rhonda is not used to the, tr- the trash talk game in the business unexperienced the only thing she did was learn moves so now she's putting being put in a in a one-on-one um conversation on twitter to try to i think becky took it as yo let's do this to make money like this is gonna be a good like talk trash i think ronda's just so unexperienced with the rules of the game um where she should be in the spot she's in she's uneducated and I i think what she did was just flat out um not talk to her. I feel like she thought that, yeah, me saying all this real shit, people are gonna hook on like I did in UFC. It's a different game. I think she's on. I think she's un- unaware of what she's doing. Honestly, Ray makes a good point. He says, um, he says, sadly, the shock factor or the holy shit moment is looked upon more as is more important than keeping the kayfabe alive, which is really true. It, it, look, especially with the usage of social media, it's become to, a thing to now where it's like, look, Becky used it to her advantage to put her over she's been she's that's that's where the whole man thing comes over it comes over as uh someone who's able to use that platform to take it to the next level and put herself over and plus put the match over she's she doesn't have to do it you know what Rhonda should have did shut the fuck up right just shut up just shut up you suck all right this is another thing this is the conversation that we had in um on uh on on the turbo tablet page when i posted it about when I posted up about this, yes, um, Sig made a comment where he says, uh, uh, "You're surprised with her promo skills, whatever the case may be. Promo's one thing. You're on the mic, you're out there, you god awful. You got to be out there Fine. on the on the spot. That's important. On the you're spot, you're awful. You never were good to talk anywhere. Your best thing to do was just shut the fuck up, go in the ring and fight. Yes. Now you're at home, mind you. From what it looks like, her response to the first, um." lambasting that Becky was was doing during during the whole exchange like about a week ago. Yeah. She didn't respond until six days later. Right. Which is smart. Yes. Don't say anything. But then when you come back, you come back saying stupid shit. You're at home. You have the mindset to sit and think about what to write next. If you don't know what to say or you're in the motions of being too emotional or whatever, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Hit somebody up. Hit up a pro. Yeah. Listen. Get some help. Yeah. Oh fuck. There's no shame it's in that. fake. Call Becky and ask her, what should I say back to you? Fucking idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because she's unexperienced, she just basically lambasted the business. Ask anyone, anyone going to be interviewed in the next couple of months about this. 
They're any all wrestler, say the same thing. Any wrestler that, that we, we have on the show in the next in the next Are being asked that question. We're gonna ask the same thing. Because this is what I'm gonna do. And it's um it makes me um it refers me to and this is gonna show my age and plus the the way I think of things. There's a movie called Chaplin, which stars um Robert Downey Jr. And can't it, be that old. It, oh, it's in the nineties and shit. But it's about the silent film star Charlie Chaplin. And in the movie, he's a silent film star. And movie, the movie theaters, um, the movie companies have uh, pushed forward to start to do talkies, which is they started putting um, sound uh, people talking in, in movies. It's not silent movies anymore. It's people able to talk. They were able to bo- get mics and all that. Right. But Charlie Chaplin was so dead against it because it would kill the Chaplin character, the Charlie Chaplin character. It would kill it. It's, a, it's all about keeping it smoking mirrors. Right. The smoking mirrors. And it also was about the character. And he made a mention. He would say. Imagine the best Russian ballet dancer that you've seen, and you've seen him do extraordinary things on stage. Right. It brought emotion. It brought tears. It brought joy to your life. Imagine if he went to the stage, and before the music hit, he says, well, guys, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come into the stage, and I'm going to dance around like this. I'm going to pull it on. I'm going to do a big turn over here, and I'm going to move on to the stage. Over here, and I'm going to put this way. Then I'm going to come this way. I'm going to come up back and forth, and I'm going to do a big spin, and I'm going to lie, and I'm going to slide up to you, and I'm going to say, ta-da. And then he does it. Does it take away from what? Doesn't it take away the, from the magic of that it? That makes me so bored and so uninterested. Doesn't that it take me, away the magistry of it? Because you're not supposed to know that it was previously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're ruining the smoke and mirrors, and it's quite simple. You just expose the business, man. Well, I mean, it's the one rule that I think everyone in the business put lock and key when they started. Like you should know this. It's, it's a rookie mistake. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even giving her that pass. She's the fucking women's champion on Raw. You're the face of the company, basically, for females. And you just expose the business. My my final remarks on it is she has no. She after that, it sucks. It sucks honestly because her growth in the ring honestly was really well. Uh, I I I found I I found a uh, a place for her on for me in, in the women's division. With open arms, and now because of what she said, I don't want her here. Good, but goodbye. Supposedly, there's no. Supposedly, her names are on no live events and no programming after WrestleMania. So if she's gone and wants to have that kid, good for you because um, no other wrestler has done that um, verbally out like that like on Twitter, especially while you're feuding. Like you know, nowadays you like you said promos are mainly done on Twitter and Instagram, right? Yeah, exactly. They're all done on social media. You choose to ruin that now and. Break the fourth wall. That are Deadpool. Fuck you. People say pisses me off. I'm people say it. all that they. That's can the say. one negative. People they they can say all they want about Brock Brock Lesnar. Uh, he's never around. He's in it for the money. They don't. You know he, why would he have the belt and all this? At the end of the day, this is a monster of a man who honestly could probably beat the shit out of ninety five everybody. Ninety uh, yeah. percent of the men in the fucking. He has nothing to worry about. And then like ninety five percent of the wrestling world, if he wanted to, pro wrestling. Yeah. World. If he wanted to. Nothing to worry about. But when he goes out there, the guy fucking sells. Yeah. He sells. He does the job. He man. fucking bleeds when he doesn't need to. Yeah, definitely. I, I, at the end of the day, looking, I'd rather have a person who protects the business and, um, but, it, and is like, um, lazy or whatever like that. I'd rather have someone who protects the business than someone who's great and doesn't. He sold to AJ Styles. Little than him. Smaller than him. Daniel Bryan. He sold to Daniel Bryan. Smaller than him. He sold to Finn Balor, smaller than him. This broad is over here just fucking saying, hey, guys, check this out. You know what? 
This is what she should do. At WrestleMania, she should come out with the book that says, guys, this is exactly what Becky and I are supposed this to do. This is the card. This is the script. And this is what we're supposed to do. At the end of the day, I'm not taking this fucking submission. I'm not taking the pin. Um, Charlotte's going to take the pin. I hope you guys enjoy the night. We're going to do the best that we could do it. All right? All right. Um, ring the bell. Ding, ding. I leave. Like, um... It's fucking disgraceful. I am so... I, I, this shit pisses me off. It, it pissed me off. Yeah, and no, I, it pissed me and off. And by the too. way, was it that Jim Cornette said? Matter of fact, I got it. Hold you got it? All right. Yeah, hold on. Nah, but the big, big negative for me. It. Go ahead. Uh, give me a second. Hold on. Um, fucking Ronda <laughs> Rousey, <laughs> man. Jim Cornette, right. And please, that's why I said you got to listen to Corny. A lot, a lot of you guys fucking uh, think he's an asshole, but you got to love Corny. Corny wrote on Twitter. He says, I hate it when people I really... No, excuse me. I hate when the people I've really been enjoying have to remind us it's all fake when trying to be real. Guess I'll go back to watching Curse of the Oak Island. At least there's something, there's something down there, which is like fact. So he spot on, on. spot on. on. You, um, you, you. It, that's like that's like you're in Disneyland and you walk inside Disney and some and, and Mickey Mouse takes off his helmet and goes, "Yeah, my name's John and, and I'm um, gonna be Mickey for today and I'm Mickey today." So I hope you enjoy my hand gestures and when I hug your kids. Um, yeah. Ex- point on. Does, does that ruin Disney for you? You walk into Disney with knowing what it is. Like, fuck you, Mickey. And fuck <laughs> you, Walt. Fuck you, Daisy and Goofy, who's now Pablo, I found out. I love Pluto, though. Pluto's my G. I still hope you're Pluto underneath there. <laughs> no, but it, no, I think the Disney analogy is cool. It's like, it makes sense. Like, you go in there and it's completely, it, there's an illusion to what you're watching. And that's for everything on television, movies, any job you have, you have a product, a promotion to sell. And you have a you have something to protect. Once you break that, um, now Disney to me is oh a land full of creeps instead of the the greatest land on earth. I I swear I hope I really hope that someone in the line that you know what like I said she goes let her fucking go who cares I think after what she said I really I don't care I, don't, I, don't I care really anymore. don't care and like I said your your idol the man you looked up to the man in which why would be you wanted coming you wanted to come into the business. We'll be looking at you in shame for wherever he's at right now. Right. I know my boy's up in heaven right now, but rest in peace, but Roddy boy. But I know he's looking at you in shame, like what the fuck? Don't even put my jacket on. Don't don't put my jacket on anymore. Yep, you fuck disrespected the business, and you know what? You should be ashamed of yourself. All right, guys. When we come back, I'm gonna be able to play. I'm gonna play the commercial. Oh, gonna, yeah. But that's what you gotta listen to on the podcast. On the podcast. But uh, uh, anybody else who've been watching on the Facebook Live, we gotta go. We're gonna record uh the, the rest of the episode. Plus, like I said, big big interview, guys. Please download, share this episode. We have uh, Sirius XM host and uh, major conglomerate podcaster, Abe Cannon. This man has rubbed elbows, rubbed shoulders with our, our our guy, Howard Stern himself, and is doing big things out there. He has his own podcast. He has uh, 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 his own po- a podcast dedicated to fast food called The Slob Show, and as well as a wrestling podcast called uh, Please Vince Steal This Show. It was really cool, man. It was, it was a really, real do- uh, deep interview. And from what I see... This is gonna look like it's gonna be a two-parter, probably, yeah, probably. maybe, maybe. Let's see. You know what? Let's Fuck see. it. Hey, let's see how it goes. So, guys, right. uh, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will be back. Don't um, please don't leave us, please. <laughs> Yo, Bat Bunny, it's a dead man, and I think you need to do that third show for Puerto Rico. Dead man walking. 
heard it and seen it all across social media platforms. The Dead Man himself, The Undertaker, is now available for promotions and signing. You too can hire The Dead Man for your personal and promotional lead. Here at Renter Taker. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. For as low as $25,000, you too can use The Undertaker to promote all your things needed for your business and your promotions, such as restaurants, store openings, concerts, daycare centers, tattoo parlors, bakeries, strip joints, gentlemen's clubs. Also, Dead Man Inc. is also available for wing spots, video rental stores, nail and hair salons, your local 7-Eleven, your local bodega or deli, your local taxi cab service, whatever fits your business needs. The Dead Man Big Red is here available for all your promotional needs. Here's a few examples of what The Undertaker can do for you. E. Glendale, bring your kids to Grandma Millie's daycare center. She'll be able to take care of two for the price of one. Have a local restaurant you want to promote? Undertaker can take care of all your citizens in the community with these kind words. Hey, Jorge, you're going to have to add a fifth empanada in that four for four meal at your restaurant, the taste of Cancun. Have a go-go club you want to promote? Bring it to us and we'll get Taker down there to make sure that he'll promote it to the dead man's fullest. Hey, Wiggles, make sure you add a third drink on that two-for-one special on Titty Tuesdays. Having trouble promoting your funeral home? Who better to do it than the dead man himself, the original Undertaker? Hey, Schwartz's funeral home, be sure you give the people what they want, which is a two-for-one casket deal at your place of peace. Still trying to push that trendy coffee and bagel spot? Undertaker's the man for you to push out all you need. Hey, Williamsburg, check out Lori's and Marie's Bagels and Stuff Shop. They have all your locks and pastries that you need. And just because they kiss each other in the mouth doesn't make them lesbians. Have an animal shelter in your town? The Undertaker's there just to help to promote that little furry friend that you need to give a home or else they'll die. Hey, Allentown, make sure you check out your local animal shelter because if you don't pick up a furry kitten or a nice cute little puppy, they will rest in peace. So if you like The Undertaker to promote anything community-related and your business promotions, holler at us here at Rent-A-Taker. For all your Undertaker promotions needs. See you on the other side. This paid advertisement is brought to you by... Turnbuckle Tabloid. Yo, this is Big Hodge and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid.
Which, by the way, I will tell you, I was you've been a, a a wrestling fan but you ryan and and sam are basically like almost aficionados in wrestling oh we've i've been watching since i was i'm 37 i've been watching since i was three non-stop and and we talk i mean ryan sam and i've been talking about wrestling i met ryan well sam and i are brothers obviously, so my yeah. whole life pretty much and then i met ryan in 2001 and we worked together so ryan and i have known each other for 18 years um so we've been talking about wrestling nonstop. We have a wrestling thread where it's me, Sam, Ryan. I'm not. How, how, did you listen to the serious show a lot? Back I when did. I was on? Let me tell you something. I got on. Um, I got on board because I, 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 I've been a Howard fan for years, and I went over to to Sirius when he did, and um, when he did the the, the 101, I, I I really didn't like care about it because I know Bubba was there and all that stuff, and then there was a, yeah. a couple of nights where I didn't really want to listen to anything else and i was like let me listen to what's going on on 101 and you guys were on and when i heard it i was like oh god it sounds like it sounds like me and my boys in a room it sounded like a, a bunch of my friends hanging out and it was so yeah. fucking hilarious and especially when you brought in like you know with, with, with the, the elements of wrestling when you brought in the day-to-days and i was like these are like guys i could hang out with <laughs> i always thought that these are the fucking guys i could hang out with so it's awesome that you say that because like that show is my friend. It's my brother and my friends. And yeah. that's, that was the concept. It's like, this is the way we talk all the time, either on the phone, in person, through text, whatever. And that was my idea. And, and that's and that's why I've stuck with all those guys pretty much on everything I do. Mm. It's funny because you, you have you have that element to where um especially with your brother, you 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 the the stories that you and your brother share, especially when it came when when it came to your mom and your mother comes into the show so she explains why she did the certain things with you guys and Ryan could piggyback off of the certain things that was happening. I always thought that it it, it was a, a a refreshing a, a refreshing idea and for refreshing uh, um execution of what People who try to, to to try to like share their 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 life on radio on on a satellite. It was always cool, but I always thought at the same time that people should also understand that what you guys were doing out there hasn't been done in the new generation for a long time. Oh, thank you. I, I I'm also I, I also say that because when I listen to it, I would go, "How the fuck did these guys get on Howard Station? How did they get on?" <laughs> Uh, okay, so I've been doing radio since I was 19. I started a station called Q101. Um, I don't know if you want me to go through all that stuff. Or yeah, 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 right cool. okay. De- Depending on what time you, you, how much time you have, it's, it's also because I've, I'm, 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 I'm knocking on the door of possibly like getting closer and closer to Howard in certain ways because he's like one of my idols in in just all street media. So uh, I, I had I have a comedian, um, um, James Madden, who's done shows with Shuli. They, they, he was part of the, the the Ronnie's block party as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and now you're like the next precipice of that as well. So I'm like, I'm almost knocking. I, I I know I probably would never get Howard, but just to have guys who's been in that realm, and plus guys that I have enjoyed in that realm, makes this podcast even better. So yeah. So I, how is it that you got into that doorway? So okay. So real quick, I started at Q101 in Chicago, which is an alternative station. Then I worked at a few other stations, um, one in Miami, and then I worked at another station 
where I was um, doing a morning show with this guy Sludge, who you've probably heard on my podcast before. Yeah. Um, and so we did a food drive where we lived outside for a week and we collected food for the homeless. So we actually lived outside the entire week. We didn't go home. We did have like a camper thing that we would sleep in, but we were there 24 seven and we did everything ourselves. Okay. So, so we did that for a week straight. And then the station, now I, I had been emailing Tim Sabian for a while to get my show on Howard 101. And coincidentally enough, Bubba the Love Sponge was complaining that he wasn't making enough money. Well, let me, let me go back a second. So I was working for Cox, and Cox hired Bubba the Love Sponge, put him on all their rock stands. So I got fired after living outside and collecting food for the homeless for a week. Doing a food drive, they fired me after a week. Wait, wait. I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I wanted you to repeat that because I remember hearing the story before, but I wasn't sure whether it was one of those, uh, those um, radio stories or whether it was fact. Oh, no, no. None of my stories are real. All my stories. No, no, not, not, that, it came, not, not that it came from you, but it's always like on, on radar or whatever that you hear these stories. It's like, really? Did that happen? Yeah. No, no, this <laughs> happened. I lived outside for a week. Hours. At, and, and my favorite band is Guns N' Roses. So Chinese Democracy. I don't know if you're a Guns N' Roses fan, but. Yeah. No, my, took, co- my co-host is a big rock rockhead. My, my, young, my young guy's a big rock I fan. I might be young, but I do know some Guns N' Roses. <laughs> well, Chinese Democracy took like 20 years to come out. The week, the first single from that album, or actually, no, the album came out. My program director gave me the album. It was like the greatest day of my life because I've been waiting for, you know, we just did this food drive. We broke the record in Virginia for the most food ever collected. So I was I was happy. Um, yeah, I get Chinese democracy. Two hours later, they call me into the radio station. So I was sleeping. Sludge and I were roommates. They called him in and told him what was happening. They moved him to afternoons, and they let me go. So basically... Sludge had to come home and fire me from our show. Like he had to, he had to pass on the news. They didn't even tell me. Then I had to go back to the radio station and like fill out whatever the severance and all that stuff. Right. Um, so, anyways, the reason why I lost that job was because Bubba the Love Sponge got put on all the rock stations. So it's funny that because Bubba left and and he was complaining, which was the and, and Bubba will regret that for the rest of his life. Because if you ever hear Bubba calling into Howard, he's always begging to come back. Yeah, yeah he got like, every time, yeah. He got like a million dollars or $1.5 million to go to Cox. Sirius was paying two, paying him $200,000 to play a replay of his show Monday through Thursday and do a live show on Fridays. He wanted more than $200,000 to do that. One live show and recordings of his terrestrial radio show Monday through Thursday. So he, he left Sirius, and by him leaving Sirius, that made Tim Sabian – Finally, and, and I was doing, okay, so let me go back to what happened to me again. So after I lost, okay, wait, hang on. He was still at, okay, <laughs> wait, I, I miss, I'm missing something. Sorry. Oh, no, yeah, that's, that's okay. I lo- I'm loving it because I've, I hear all the, 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 the whole stories of what happens in the background or behind the scenes when, whenever you go, because when you're doing, when, 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 before you do podcasting, before anybody does anything, before you go into the median of, uh, of media, it's like, you don't know the exchanges and the, the backstories that occurred at the, how do people get on, how people get fucked. Like you don't hear it. So hearing this right now, is Oh, like... I get fucked. <laughs> I, 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 I can't get into it, but I just got fucked again. Really? Probably, probably the second worst fucking of my life. Besides this one, I'm explaining to you. Wow. Cause nothing will be as bad as this fucking, because 
I lived outside and collected food for the homeless right. and then got let go. That, yeah. that, that was a huge fucking. Right. I just got fucked again. That was almost as bad. But I can't get into that. Okay. But anyways, so. I don't worry. I, 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 I'll probably hit you up in the next like month or two to find out what happens next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part dose. Part um, dose, exactly. Yeah, I, I can tell you off the record, as they say. <laughs> um, okay, so, okay so, so, they, so Bubba was still at Howard. That's right. So Bubba got hired by Cox, which was the company that my rock station was, was with, okay? So I got let go, um, and then Bubba did what I just said. He was doing four nights where they would just replay his terrestrial radio show and then live on Friday nights. Right. So after doing that for, like, I don't know, a few months, five, six months, he started complaining that he wanted more money. And, and so this whole time, for years, I was emailing Tim Sabian. Um, so after I lost that job, I decided, because I was always, when I first started out in radio, I was doing prank calls. Then I was doing, like, weekend radio. Then I was a co-host on morning shows. I had never hosted my own show besides, like, a music show, right? So I decided, fuck this. Now, because after getting fucked the way I did, getting fired after doing a food drive, for them to put on Bubba the Love Sponge, who was awful, in that market he got a 0.0, literally, not even a joke, like, when, uh, when Eric, the actor, when they were playing 0.0, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a 0. 0.0 rating, and they they flipped formats of that radio station like six months later. That's how bad he did that. But so anyways, for, for, for years, I was emailing Tim Sabian and um, trying to get on the show. So I decided I'm going to do a podcast and work with the people I want to work with. Ryan Mano, who was one of my best friends, him and I worked together at my first station I worked at. Base, who we worked together at the first radio station I was at, and my brother Sam. That was my idea. That was the talk show. I hosted it. So before the podcast that is on iTunes now, we did another podcast, which oh, okay. I just called the Ape Cannon Show. Right. And I, I made that podcast. Like, my podcast now is purposely stripped down. Like, there's nothing. It's just me talking, no production, nothing. Right. And I did that on purpose to make it different from a radio show. Um, but the original podcast I did with those same guys was an actual produced, I made it sound like a radio show. So I was emailing Tim Sabian. I would, I would send him the, the podcast and I would send him like, um, just like greatest hits or whatever you would call it. Um, and then, so then Bubba, which is funny because Bubba cost me my job, my morning show job, but then Bubba got greedy and wanted more money. So then he left Sirius, him leaving Sirius opened it up for me to get hired. So it's so funny the way things work. Bubba, he, he cost me a job, and then he helped me get a job, both without even knowing it. it it's it's funny because it almost sounds like the way the way you're talking. It sounds like a shoot wrestling. It sounds like a shoot wrestling interview. Like you're like yeah. it, it, it's going that way. It's like because like, now I want to ask, do, do you have heat with uh, with Bubba? You got heat with Bubba? Cause yeah, it, no, it, I, I I know, but it's just I, I'm just I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you like a Bret Hart I, shoot interview. For <laughs> Which, by the way, my we were co- just listening to. Yeah, it. we were just we, we were listening. To, I had I had to put my co-host on my my boy Olski on about it, and I said you got to hear the way that they talk about the Bret Hart situation, and it's so dead on because we've been always saying the bitterness that is Bret Hart for you. And for, um, oh, he's such a- <laughs> the, the boringness of the character. Unless I was listening to the episode, you guys saying how the only time he was actually interesting and fun was when um, he was anti-American. Uh, anti, anti-American, or yeah, anti-American, yeah. 
a spot on, bro. I don't, yeah, I don't, and I, it, wasn't, it wasn't even that interesting. It was just him like saying stupid shit. Right. Well, besides <laughs> that, it's like we were talking about um, ever since he left the heart, left the heart foundation, it went downhill from there. It was like, ugh. So how was it that you you manifested your way into Howard Howard one hundred one? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So so then so Tim Sabian, then finally, um, I think what I so I there's a station in Chicago called WGN, yes, and I was yes, also yeah. talking to them about doing my show there. So mm-hmm. I sent Tim Sabian an email. I said, hey, WGN, you know, I'm talking to them about doing something. So then out of nowhere, he's like, I, I want to I wanna do a three-night tryout with you guys. So there's a local music As a show called like, JPTV. I, I remember when you guys got the tryout. Or yeah, I did remember that, yeah. So it was three nights. We did yeah. it like, I, I want to say it was a Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, and Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Um, and it was like 9 p.m., I think Chicago time or 9 p.m. Eastern, I can't remember. So it was not, It was like a two- or three-hour show, three nights in a row, okay? So he finally gave us a shot to do this. Um, the first night, my, my big idea to introduce us to the Howard audience was for us to all talk shit about each other. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, so Sounds here's familiar. Sam. Very much so. He, he, uh, oh, oh, good. What are you saying? It sounds familiar because uh, we do that here. <laughs> and it's like... Um, I, you start exposing other people, and at the end of the show, we look at each other and say, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. I didn't want that on the air. It's like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, but, but this was, like, horrible. I'm like, Sam's the biggest piece of shit ever, and then I give all these stories. Ben and Ryan's a scumbag, base a piece of shit. And it was like, we all took turns just ripping on each other, and it was a big mistake because it, like sucked the energy out of the show. There was like, it was just horrible. The first, the first night we did, I, I, I actually have that audio. I, I should listen back to it because it was just awful. Just us talking crazy shit about each other. And then I didn't even put together a real outline. And this is what I recommend if you're like a young podcast radio person. Right. Keep in mind, I had never, and this is crazy if you think about it, okay? I hosted that podcast that got me hired on Howard Stern Station for one year, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I've been doing radio since 2001, um, but I never hosted my own show. I was hosting a podcast in my bedroom, and that podcast got me on Howard Stern's channel. That shit um, is dope, I, though. What I, yeah. But what I recommend is you should always have an outline if you're doing a talk show. Mm. And I tell any I, – I, 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 they always ask me to, like, speak at my college, Columbia in Chicago. And I always tell them, like, you have to have an outline – with your idea, especially when you're getting started. Like, you should have a topic and then, like, three or four other places to bring that topic. And you might not use any of your outline, but at least you always have something to go back to, like, when you run out of things to talk about. So that first night, we kind of ran out of things to talk about. <laughs> because it was, like, we, we were just, it was like talking so much shit. And it just sucked. <laughs> so anyways, after that first night, I'm like, fuck. Are they even going to let us do a second night? So this guy, Jim McClure, that they sent out to, like, help produce the show mm. he's the one who like got us he's like well you guys should write out an outline for night two so the second night i wanted to do the biggest heels of all time so i got bob from la bamba which is one of my favorite movies ever aside morellis <laughs> and um i got um martin cove who was sensei john crease from the karate kid i booked both of them to be on the show so i think i think what i did was like the biggest heels in cinema history and then I, I do this for this La Bamba prank call, where I don't know if you ever heard that. It's on my like YouTube channel. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I re Have you ever seen La Bamba? Of course. That's what I said. When you mentioned Bob from La Bamba, I'm like, what an obscure reference to be a heel. Like, <laughs> that's a very 
obscure thought of Richie Valens' brother <laughs> to be a fucking heel. Yeah, this is like my, my stairway to heaven of prank calls. If you want my YouTube channel, just type in Ape Cannon La Bamba. Yeah. I, called, um, I called a lady, and, and I was Bob, and I'm like, um, I was like, Rosie won't let me see my daughter. And then I'm like, and then I, I, play, I play that song where it's like, like at the end of the end when Richie died. And I, I, I had the production guy that I work with record like a newscast. He's like, Blame crashes and blame the lives of Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Popper. This is truly a tragedy. So I played that in the background, and I was Bob screaming, Richie! That's my brother! Not Richie! Richie! And it's, it's, I, I, I've probably done like, no. I want to say four four or five thousand prank calls. Because when I first started with him, I would do four or five new prank calls a day. That's still my favorite prank call I've ever done. I swear, right now, just, right now, I have to tell my uh, my my co-host who's like twenty, who just turned twenty one, and he's looking at me like, "What the fuck is La Bamba?" <laughs> I need to be informed. It's a classic, yo. It's like crazy. Yeah, you're too young. I'm learning. How, how how old are you guys? I'm I'm 42, so um, uh, I, I know. Yeah, you're you're. Five I know. Me, so I know every. I know every reference. Every I'm still in my pull-ups. The, and this is what I'm saying for for when with Turnbuckle Tabloid. This is why I said the, the, what we do for our show. It's a great fucking balance because I could always throw out references, and he'll look at me like, "What the fuck was that?" And I have to educate, which is great. But it's also the thing that you know he's. I'm added to, I'm, I'm golden age WWE, WWF, and he's, um, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh um, the John Cena, no, ruthless, ruthless, ruthless aggression era. Ruthless, <laughs> ruthless aggression, aggression era. era. Who, he, when we first met, we met at an indie show, and he was like, I love these fucking guys. I bought we, a front row ticket we were to the heckling, show. We were heckling a fucking, uh, oh. wrestlers at an indie show. He's yep. like, I love these fucking guys. And the best part about, this guy's like a young tweak or something. Is he like a young? Yeah, he is a young tweak. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is a young tweak. I'm telling you. Oh, am I? How he, old are you? Like 18 or something? Yeah, he was about 18. He had the fuckboy haircut. When I met, yeah, he yeah, had the fuckboy haircut. He got it going on. Wait, you're you're 42 and you're hanging out with an 18 year old? No, I'm 21. No, he's 21 now. It's weird because I was like 38 at the time. Weird. Is this like to catch a predator or something? Like something. I was, I was trying to go that route, but I, I figured that um he was taping his asshole clothes. I actually, so actually, booked, actually booked Chris Hansen to the show, but he never came through. Yeah, exactly. He, he taped his asshole clothes, so nothing was happening. But the best part about it was that I realized with, with a kid like him is that he was witty. He um he was in tune with the times, and plus, uh, I'm Puerto Rican and he's white, so it, it's a great fucking balance. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> It's, let me let me get. I'm trying to get the. I'm, I'm trying to get the demo. Okay. I'm trying to get the demo. Let, let, let me guess. He loves Ty Dillinger, right? He loves those kind of guys. Um, um no, 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 I don't. I don't like no, no, I would say he does. Bullshit. bullshit. No, no, his man crush right now is um uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that, but he loves like the young bucks, right? Like that's his shit, right? Well, yeah, You're, you're cutting out now. I don't know what, what you did there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are we, are we, are we back? We yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um... Okay, so, okay, so anyway, so so we did the three-night stint on Howard, um, and and each night it got better. 
So, Jim Sabian, they were all happy with it. And I didn't hear from him for months then. And then he's like, okay, come to New York. Uh, I want you to meet Howard. I want you to, you know, I want, I'm, I'm, we're going to put you guys on Saturdays. It was a two-hour show on Saturdays. And keep in mind, this was all from a podcast I did in my bedroom. There were hundreds and probably thousands of shows trying to get on Howard Station. We were in Chicago. We weren't even in New York. He yeah. put a show in Chicago on Howard 101. Right. And there's never been another show besides us. Besides, he had Bubba on afternoons and Scotty Farrell on nights. There was no other show that he ended up... I'll get to what we ended up doing on Howard 101. But so, so anyways, we did those pre-trial shows. I went to New York. I met, uh, first I met, like, Baba Booey uh, and Jason Kaplan and stuff. And Baba Booey was saying, I w- I've been listening to your podcast in my car, um, dri- driving to work every day. Howard had him listen to all my podcasts. Right. So That's then awesome. Tim's like, okay, okay we're going to meet Howard. You know, he doesn't do the handshaking thing, which I knew because I listened every day. Um so when I met Howard, I went in with the fist bump, and he went in with the handshake. So it was like awkward. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to do the fist bump. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. He puts his hand out to shake my hand. It was all weird. And then this is still the greatest thing to ever happen. I've been in radio now, eighteen years. What, eighteen years? No. Yeah, I guess eighteen years. Um, Howard comes up to me and he says, "Hey, Abe, I'm a big fan." That's what Howard said to me. Now wow. I'm, I die. I've, I've listened to Howard my whole life. He listened to a podcast I was doing. Baba Bowie listened to a podcast, and and they decided to put us on. So anyway, so we wait, 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 that, before, that was, wait, wait, hold on. Do you think they were selling you, or you think that that was actually genuine? Do you think they were selling you though? Like honestly, like because there's, there's you know, nothing to sell us on. I know, we're I just know, some I know, just losers. I don't because <laughs> you know honestly, it's like how you we've heard Howard for years. Like you said, you you heard him for years. Like you. Uh, I, do you think Tim Sabian fed him night like kind of thing? Because to me, I would have heard that. I'd have probably marked out like you and I'm like, holy shit. Like, fuck it. Yo, oh, how, I did it. Yeah. Did. It was crazy. Like, I would have marked out. Crazy. Do you think about it right now? I was like, this motherfucker. But at the end of the day, you got the fucking gig. You did get the gig. Yeah. I mean, he, he put us like Tim Sabian recommended it, but Howard had to approve it. And he listened. I know he listened because he brought some stuff up that we were talking about. Oh, okay. Um, good. That's always good. Yeah, that's always good. Which is crazy that Howard yeah. would listen to anything I did, right. put us on. We're the only show we ever put on um, besides Pharrell and, and, and Bubba. So, um, check it out, check it out, Pharrell out of here, get it out, check it out. It's funny because I, I actually worked with Pharrell in Chicago before he was on it, which is another weird thing. Um, so, then we, we were doing Saturdays, I think it, I think it was like um, 4 Eastern maybe, or 5 Eastern. And then we were, they were replaying it on Sunday, so we were on two days a week. Then Scotty Farrell left Howard 101 to work for CBS Radio, which he's still working for. Yeah. The plan was originally to put us on every night of the week on nights um, from Chicago. Now, we, re- we used a studio that we had to pay to rent, and he had to pay four people, which is me, Sam Ryan, and Bates. We all got paid. So our show was pretty expensive as far as, you know, just putting a show on. The series covered so, Serious covered that? Covered what? The the payment for that for the studio. Oh yeah. Oh okay. see, see. <laughs> all right. That's the bonus. Yeah. Well I mean we had to, you know, it's like we, we found them a cheap alternative for a studio. Oh, okay. So because it was my it's my friend who it's called J V T V. He has this gorgeous like 
TV studio. We, we had our own studio inside a TV studio where we did the Howard 101 show. Right. Um, but so, so yeah, so when Pharrell left, the plan was to put us on five days a week in Pharrell's time slot. And for whatever reason, all of a sudden they didn't have the budget. Because like I said, I mean, we were expensive, but not really. But you, it's you, not like you didn't do like, you know like extensive bits where you needed like uh, outside sound effects and all this stuff. Like that. you guys, when I, when I yeah. whenever I heard the show, it was like that's a, that's what I say. I also I I kind of I I, I kind of looked at it when I I started the podcast four years ago when I was doing um for the sports podcast and when I started doing Turbo Tabloid, I took whatever means I had and I made it work. You know, I, I took the yeah, littlest thing exactly. and make and you make it work. And you guys, with all the the the, the accoutrements that could could have come with being as serious, you didn't do too much. Oh, we had we had zero bucks. We had no. We had, exactly. our budget wasn't a dollar. It was zero. Yeah. I'm just talking about paying all of us our salary to be on the on the you right. know like to pay us for each show. You know? Right. But it wasn't that much money. But I'm just saying it was a lot. Whatever. It wasn't that much. But I'm just saying like. For them to pay four guys and rent the studio, um, it, it was somewhat pricey, I guess, but it really wasn't. But they didn't have the money. So what happened was they put us on Thursday and Friday nights live for three hours a night. We were supposed to have money through Friday, but they said they didn't have enough money, whatever. Yeah. So we did Thursdays and Fridays. Then they replayed the show Saturday and Sunday. Right. At that time, I don't know if you remember, we were the only show on. Yeah, I, yeah, and I did, I did, and that's why I, I picked up a lot of the stuff. If I couldn't get it on a Thursday night, I picked up a lot of stuff on on, on the weekends, and that was the, <laughs> it. Was funny because I would sit there and I go, "Why them?" I said, "Why would they let them get this extra replay? Why them?" But it was good. It was in a, yeah. in a good. It was in a good way. It was like, wow, it, they they found a a, a diamond in a rough. That that was actually really good. Well, I mean, I, I talk to Tim every day still, like, not every day, but he texts me all the time. He runs Westwood One, which is a, a, a podcast, you know, he, he runs the podcast division. They right. have, like, OB on and stuff. Yeah. He, the other day he called me. He's like, you have the best podcast there is. He's like, I got to figure something out because I'm listening to your podcast, and it's so much funnier than all these other podcasts. And so Tim Sabian's my biggest fan, and he's my, like, he's helped me more than almost anyone in the industry. And I still, Tim Sabian's still, like, like I said, I still talk to him all the time. But anyways, um, so we're doing the show Thursday and Friday nights, replays on Saturdays and Sundays. Then we were on for we were on the station for like over three years. Yeah. Um, and then then they um, when Tim got let go, I knew that that was going to be a problem because they brought in this guy Jeremy Coleman who came from like he shouldn't. I don't know. He came from like a different background. Is that when is that like, Tim Tim was didn't didn't Tim go to ONA or something like that? He was, he was covering um Opie and Anthony at, at that time as well. Yeah, yeah. They moved him. They moved him over to the Opie and Anthony shows. But then after that, he completely left Sirius. Right, right. So if he would have stayed, if he would have stayed with the Opie and Anthony channels, we probably would have had a better chance of getting moved over there. Oh, okay. Um, so, but any so this guy Jeremy came in. I don't know if you heard about that Marcy Turk woman who runs. Oh, please, the yeah. Channel. It's funny because I, I I put my um I put my co-host onto um the Howard Stern and everything that goes on in in the the whole realm of the world because like I said he's twenty one years old he didn't he didn't know much about Howard I put him on and we, he, he listens to everything now like on the YouTube and all that stuff and he he'll ask me so what the fuck happened to Howard which 
I'm not going to go in depth in it right now because we, we, I'm going to have to transcend to something else. But I really would like one time that you and I to uh, talk about that on another podcast that I have because I do another uh, podcast called Social Media Stand Up, which is about comedy in which we could talk about that. But what are your thoughts about what happened? Just just uh, a small thing about what happened to Howard of what the Howard we knew before and what he is now. I I did I think I listen to Howard every day. Yeah, I think Howard's awesome. I I love Howard. Yeah, I, I still think he. I, I think. Are he, you saying that I because mean, you're people, trying to get back on the channels? He, <laughs> what's that? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll never be back on the channel. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I I mean I'm just being honest. I I, I still love Howard's show. I listen all the time. Right. Um. I think people miss the whole you know, where it was super dirty and with Archie and everything. Yeah. But if you listen back to some of that shit, it really. I mean, I think Ronnie's hilarious. Ronnie the limo driver. Oh, Ronnie. And you, you, you still hear Phil of all that kind of stuff of with him. And, and Howard still does great interviews. I mean, I listen to, like, Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan more than Howard at this point, but I still. Because right. Howard's only on three days a week. But yeah. I mean, when I'm in my car, because, you know, I'm still on serious. I'm the voice of Octane, which is Channel 37, the rock channel. Right, right, right. Yeah, so if you hear, like, in between the songs, you'll hear me, like, doing the imaging. Right. Um, so I still, I still get serious for free. But, <laughs> but I, listen to, I listen to Howard all the time. Um, oh, quickly, so before... I, I, I disagree with all the people who say Howard's changed and all this stuff. I think he had to clean up what he was doing. Because, like, using the N-word all the time and, like, all the homophobic stuff, you just can't get away with that kind of stuff anymore. And he really made a pivot at the right time. Because mm. could you imagine, with all this Me Too stuff, if his show was still doing all that homophobic If you ever listen to some of those segments with Artie, with high-pitched uh, oh, high mic goodness. and stuff, it's yeah. crazy. And, and that's what I say. I don't want to talk about it right now because, ooh, if you would give me the time, we could do it on a, on my other podcast, which would be great because I have so much to talk about with that. That high-pitched mic yes, shit was bananas. The high-pitched mic stuff, and I always said that during that time with Artie was such a dark period for him. Yes. It was real dark. Um, but going back to to how you came back, you you you, you now doing the thing with your podcasting with wrestling. You being oh, a, oh, real quick. So then, so then when Marcy Turk took over, I was at Sam's wedding. Sam got married in Vegas, actually, and I get an email from this guy Jeremy Coleman. Now I used to go to the Howard Stern Christmas party every year. Oh, you did? Was you, awesome. you were part of that? Yeah, I, I would go to the Christmas party every year. Mm. So. The last one I went to was kind of weird because they paid for our flights, which they never did before. As a matter of fact, yeah, as a matter of fact, Howard did speak about it when you used to go to the yeah, like he was he was saying, uh, um, you guys came up and showed up. What are you guys going to? Was it just you? No, we we all went. Oh, okay. But the last year only Bass and I went. Um, but I don't know if you remember, but I did I did the fast food show. With uh, John Hine and Jason Kaplan, we did like a, it was like a spinoff on Howard 101. Right. I flew to New York to do that before. I would always, like, when Evil Evil Dave lived in Chicago, so I would always be with Evil Dave. So I was on, I was on Howard's show before with Evil Dave. Like, he talked to me for like 20 minutes, which was also like a dream. That was ridiculous. Which, by the way, you were the best fit to talk about fast food because I remember your, 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 um, the commentary about, Going to Burger King's drive-through and stuff like that, <laughs> and, <go Yeah>. <laughs> and how they, they they can never get your order right and shit. 
I remember yeah. that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, okay, so, so he emails me, and he says, oh, hey, uh, uh, can you give me a call, or I, I can talk to you. So I called him, and he said, oh, I got bad news. Uh, we're, we're canceling the show. Uh, how many years? Give me a good and how many years is, how many years you were on? Three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a, it was a good three years. And, and he's like, uh, basically what happened was, they got rid of everything besides Howard. And if you listen to one on one now, it's just all replays of Howard. Was that so after, they wanted to was that that's, is that when, when when Tim when Tim left? It was a little bit after Tim left, yeah. yeah. Then then they got rid of they pretty much got rid of Howard one hundred one. Yeah. And they just put hundred percent of the budget into Howard's show and into his brand and that was it. Yeah. So they didn't want to have any other shows. So I don't take it personal. I mean it was the way it happened sucked. But like I said, I just explained to you away I got fucked way worse than that. Yeah. And just like two months ago, I got fucked worse than that. So it's like, it didn't, I mean, it just happens in radio. They decide to go in their direction. It wasn't like personal. Everyone wants everything to be personal. It's like, why would I be mad at Howard, who I idolized my whole life? He was absolutely nice to me. Anytime I email him to this day, he writes back immediately. Um he was always super nice to me. He put me on his station. He gave me a platform yeah. that, to this day, got me tons of listeners to my current podcast. So I have nothing bad. I'll never have anything bad to say about him. And but but Marcy Turk, whatever. I, I mean, I don't know. It's her. She she. I don't know what she's doing and what they're doing. But that was their plan. They got rid of us. Whatever. So I started doing a podcast version of that show which is still around. So I started that podcast in like 14 or something. So I've been doing that podcast for like five years now. I I, I, and I, I, I look at, I look at what you, you've, you've, you've come through, especially with uh, your friends. People always said that it's tough to make money or, or do business with your friends and friends and family. Sam, your brother, uh, Ryan being a longtime friend is, is it really that difficult to do it? Cause you seem to have been able to manifest it, very well like i'm doing the podcast i'm not making money from it we're not doing money wise with it that way on our end as of yet but um you guys have been able to make some type of uh, revenue from it one way or another is it that difficult to make money with with family and friends because you guys seem to be doing well well i've never made a dollar off my podcast only because no advertisements or nothing no ads nothing I mean, have you ever heard an ad on my podcast? I have no, I, I have no ads. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I thought it was like on some back end shit. Really? No. Wow. Yeah, you're right. No, I've, no on that on that podcast. I mean, on serious show, we got paid. Um, I was working at a station called The Loop. I was co-hosting mornings in Chicago the last three years before this past year. Um, while I mean, the whole time I've had a radio job while I was doing the podcast. So the podcast was just something I did also with my like paying radio channel. um but yeah that's uh oh okay because even so it's like it's still you guys come in you go in the studio because right now what we have over here in uh in in red's room studio the turnbuckle tabloid trs uh, rageworks.net what we have under our umbrella is just we have a group of guys who come in and it's almost the same kind of uh, uh formula which is the conversations that we have off mic, we look at each other and go, we need to put it on mic. And this is how we made our podcast the way that it is. For Turnbuckle Tablet, we've been doing it for two years. Have a, a bunch of stuff going going on the same way. And I always look at everybody who, who always has this, like, 
like like, like this distinction that you can't have a good time when it comes to being with your friends doing business but with you ryan and uh sam you and all that you guys seem to make it work man which is a beautiful thing oh yeah i mean these are the people i like talking to so i always and that's why i now have those two spin-off podcasts the slob show and the, the wrestling vince please steal our ideas because now my, my main podcast i talk about everything right no one gives a fuck about wrestling except wrestling. Right. So if I talk about wrestling on that podcast, it turns people off. Doing a side podcast where all we talk about is wrestling is awesome because we all love wrestling. And it, it, it gives us an avenue to like be funny and talk about wrestling. Whereas if I did that on my regular podcast, unless I'm talking about like Hulk Hogan's sex tape or something, it's kind of hard to get into to make that funny for everyone. Right. I mean, it's funny, but just people just don't give a fuck. Now, the Slob Show podcast, I knew that one because people love when I talk about fast food and disgusting shit. So I figure that's another thing. I could talk about that all day, too. So I, I found doing that on the side also is just another fun thing I could do. So whatever I feel like talking about that day, I can record that podcast. That's why I think it's good to have multiple podcasts. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, this is going to be a, a two-parter because... It fits perfectly with our timeline, especially with next week being our, our, our two year anniversary doing Tropical Tabloid. So why better than having a, a podcasting and a, and, and, and a, well, how would you call it? And radio personality being a part of this. So, um, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed the first part of the Ape Cannon interview. This ain't it, chief. Nah, we're, we're not done yet, boy. When we come back, we're going to have once again, uh, like we said before, a wrestling rundown as well as what we watch in wrestling this week. Much, much to talk about. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. We have more shit to say. It's Turnbuckle Tabloid with Jay Santee and that other guy, Matt. Which Indiana Jones is that one? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Raiders. Oh, oh have you ever have you have you watched any of the Indies? I've seen, no, I've seen. I saw the Crystal Skull in theaters, which was awful. Uh, yeah, that, that shit is garbage. That shit is garbage. Yeah. And I saw the Indiana Jones, the Goonies. Indiana Jones, the Goonies. I've seen the Goonies. I haven't seen any oh, other Indiana Jones movies in, oh, okay. in in its entirety. So I'm trying to do that. And I'm playing PlayStation now. Now with fucking playing playing all the old God of Wars. Got over one, two, and three, and Ascension. All that shit's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I've got Ascension's on it too. That was the um the PSP one. 
Yep. So uh, Ooh, all, they've all they have all the shit on PlayStation now. So yes, so, boy. Almost don't got to wear one. You ever Which, play got to wear one? Yes, I did. Beat it. I, I just realized that I did not beat two. You know what part I'm up to? Tell me how far I am, real quick. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I just went in the desert and got the three gems from the soulless people. Yeah, you're not that far. You're, you're probably out of like another hour and a half, two hours. Lit. Maybe yeah. You're not that. You're not that. You're not that far. It's a short game, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not as um long as the other one. Well, got to work two on my way. Yeah. Uh, that's the. I think that's the. I only played the beginning of two. Yeah. And I think so I, had, I think I had to give it back. Yeah, I forgot about it. But three I finished, and then yep. of course the um the newest greatest uh, PlayStation Four game of all time. Ever. So let's start off with what we watched in wrestling this week, ladies and gentlemen. Brought to you re- by no one. Brought to you by penis. What? What we all carry inside. That was awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, you need to follow this guy on um on Instagram. This is a dude that has, I, I put it on our Instagram. He's the one that, he puts a lot of WWE 2K19 stuff. Yeah. He does that, a lot that of creative like, stuff. That, that was like, uh, Mark Quinn. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, he does a lot of like the creative stuff and shit like that. It's actually pretty He makes people and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, they, I call them artists if they do that shit. Yeah, they are. And it's, uh, they also, he also hacks it. It's like weird shit. Yep. Yeah. I, I've seen a few hacks in the game before. Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm, I want to teach hack. me. I want to hack it too. Have you, have you hacked your PlayStation Classic yet in full? Not yet. I'm still um because I, I, I see people who have all the games now. Like I'm it's too busy. It's, like, I I I, I gotta sit. It's down. a big project, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm halfway done because I already have what you need to install. Yeah. Now I have to get the fucking games in it. What's the first game you're gonna put? Here comes uh, the pain. No, that's on two. Oh right, that's fuck yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's probably a Crash Bandicoot game. Just yeah. just that shit. That's cool. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we watched this week. We watched um, some interesting um, television, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Raw started with Roman Reigns coming out. Roman Reigns comes out to a standing ovation, the first and probably last he's ever going to get in a WWE ring. I'm sorry, but I'm so happy that I... I can boo him without guilt. I can boo without guilt. Roman Reigns comes out and announces that, yes, indeed, he is already in remission. Um, that he's gonna be, he's back and he's going to work. What happens? Well, We're back. Uh, is it me blowing it out? Yeah, it happens sometimes. Oh well. Now you're back. This thing on? Oh, alright, uh, cool. Uh, but, yeah, um, comes out and, uh, now it's the season Um, and then here come the, the, Jesus Lord, here come the rumors of people this saying, should, that should just be a gimmick. That yeah, we, just do it yeah that's, uh, cool. we do it at the same time, just, Earache. Earache. <laughs> that was probably so much earache. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Um, but he announced it again. Yo! What the fuck is going on, boy? Um, so then people online go, his leukemia is fake. His leukemia is fake. How did he, how did he, how did he, um, come back in two months? Um, horrible, what horrible people. Horrible human beings. I thought we were bad. Oh, it's bad again, isn't no, it? No, we were, no, no, you're good. Yeah. Nah, like, we thought we were bad. Like, wishing leukemia on Brock. Uh, at least we don't think it's fake if he had it. Like, at least we didn't, like, you know, that it's shit is so bananas. Dumb. I, I tell people, I said. You first, didn't cheer for the man? Like, I said, first of all, you don't know how long this man was suffering with this. You have no idea. 11 years. No, but I'm talking about even when it, it came, back. I came back, he was probably wrestling through it. Yes. So he was already going through treatment for it. Right. And then his doctor probably told him, you know what? You need to come off the roll for a little bit because you got to get the treatment. You got you to yeah, do some um, chemo. Yeah. And then who knows how long it was in remission, whatever the case may be. If WWE would use this as a fucking work, which, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me retract that. 
everything's a fucking work. Right. Everything's a work. Because everything has to be worked into the product. Exactly. Everything's a fucking work. You know why? Because you didn't have to tell me he was fucking had leukemia. You could have just said he was injured. He's out. That's what they usually would do. Yeah. You don't have to tell me he has leukemia. Everything's a work. So what happens is he's got leukemia. You know what? Now we can put him over. Now the fans will love him. This is a whole divine plan by God and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Like this is. I'm gonna make millions of dollars for my XFL league. I finally found my John Cena again. Roman, the man who conquered leukemia and cancer. Like, fine. (laughs) It's a work. All you had to say was like, "Yo, he broke his dick. He's gonna be out for nine months, and that's it. Boom, done." Like, who? Nobody would have questioned it. But of course, everything's a work because why? You want to put the fucking guy over, which is fine. I so you it. think it's fake? No, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm thinking uh, what I'm saying is that to 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 say that he had cancer, so it had, had, to, be, had to be real. It, it's real. They would have worked it somewhere but, else. But you know, you still have to go to the guy and say, um, "Hey, Roman, um, I got something I want to propose to you." <laughs> I know you got leukemia and all, and it's, you're gonna have a, you have a tough road ahead of you, but. Uh, we gotta find a way to get you over, sir. And uh I think this might be the way. I think we announced it on television. I think if you tell the people that you're suffering from leukemia, I know you've been going through it for eleven years. I know it's been a tough road. Uh, but uh we really gotta get you over, young man. We gotta get you over. Do you think that we could tell the world that you have leukemia? <laughs> because I think the crowd I, might like you. I think the crowd will love you. I think they'll embrace you. They'll bring you into the fold, and we'll finally have a replacement for Cena. Take take time, sir. Take time. You don't you don't have to come up with an answer now. I'm just telling you right now. Come come back to me by Monday at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. We ne- we need to know by seven o'clock because Raw goes live. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Vince. Uh, the big dog will come back and let you know whether or not I'm gonna be. All right, I'm good. I'm in it. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm good. The, the fans will love me to go buy my. Merch. You know what? You know what, Vince? I don't think that's a good idea. It'll raise your it'll raise your sales. <laughs> yup. Uh, the big dog is the back big in the dog yard. Is back in the yard. He's fighting leukemia. <laughs> no, but you know the other thing was that people were over there talking about oh well, how 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 tacky it was for them to sell his merch as soon as he came out. It wasn't like he fucking was selling merch that said like uh, fuck leukemia. <laughs> Imagine that'd be fucking hilarious. He was selling merch that was pertaining to his fucking his diagnosis. Fuck That's- leukemia. And he saw people buy it. What? If, you know, listen. That's I your fault. That's a person's fault, though. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it, but still, it's like good for him, good for them. Right. But of course, everything's a fucking work. Yep. It's a work. Yep. But as, a- in a work, in effect, in a, in, a, in a sense of listen, something didn't happen to this young man, and maybe this is gonna be the way to fucking finally get you over yeah uh vince i don't i i um i don't really want to but this is my personal thing i really want to deal with this you'll make more money. you'll go 2.5 over on sales in a year um two four two point five million. i believe in that <laughs> <laughs> fuck leukemia i believe in that oh, fuck leukemia dog <laughs> I don't need the shield for this. I, 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 I'm good. So I got this, bros. I, I, got, I this. got this, man. Which, by the way, uh, I didn't get to watch it. I didn't get to watch it early on, but thank you for putting me on to it. That fucking Dean Ambrose Chronicles. Yeah, yo. It's fucking awesome. Right. But it's a fucking work, and I love it. Uh, yeah. I love it's a work. And if you watch the Becky Lynch ones, too, it's a fucking Becky work. Becky was good, too. And, it's a, and I love it. That's that's how you are fucking, you know. That's how you make it. That's how you do it. Ronda, 
Pay attention. Take notes, man. Take fucking notes, you stupid. Fu- oh, I want to fucking violate this. Uh, Any case, so what else happened on Raw? Also, uh, <laughs> Alistair Black and Ricochet come out once again in a tag team match. Well, this is this is um promoting the NXT tournament, the uh, Dusty Rhodes thing. That's my thing about it. You think so? Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Um, I think they're just trying to promote the NXT brand in general. Oh, that too, yeah. Alistair Black and Ricochet beat. The revival, you know, you, you know, you really could have gave them another match team to squash with the tag team champions. Like, you should have let the revival win by like some um, dirty pincher. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, listen, we gave them the belts, but they're gonna get buried anyway. Uh, still, it's like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing here, son? Nah, you could have given the fucking um. You- well, but they know they they once again revival's business guys, so they know. Yeah, I know. Um, Finn Balor faced Leo Rush with Alexa Bliss once again going flirty bullshit. Like, I want to see your abs. They're really trying making Alexa Bliss that sex symbol. I think she's far from the last. She's she's the last person they should fucking put in the sex symbol spot. Oh my god, everybody! All these fucking like, these these. She's these, hot, but she's not these like fucking geek boys. But she, here's the thing. Shit. Here's like, the thing. You you. you oh, 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 Bliss was so hot this week. I'm like, really? She looked the same to me. Yeah, I, I didn't um, get it. She's. Oh shit. Right in the middle of the raw review, bruh. Who, who's fucking calling, man? Oh, go. Yo, who's this Temporal Tabloid? Good day. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, yes, Jesus. Um, is your favorite caller. I should expect this every week now. You should. Hey, Gregory, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling in. You better have good shit this week. I hope you missed me. Seeing as though that I didn't call in last week. I was pretty busy. I had an all-night session playing Apex Legends with a group of guys from Chicago and Wichita, Kansas. That's cool. That sounds pretty good. Where the fuck are you from? These guys are awesome. We're supposed to meet up later in the year. I think we're going to go and try out to be on an esports team. Really? I just hope they're able to have a gaming chair my size. Seeing as though the chair that I use is an old love seat that my grandma had from 1977. Oh, you're a bit of a big boy. Okay, I get you. Oh, that's nice. I get you. What's going on? I missed it. Yeah, you 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 didn't call him. Someone had a birthday. Yeah, yeah, Matthew. Yeah. Oh. Happy birthday, Matthew. Hey. hey, thanks, man. Thanks, man. You old twenty-one, aren't we? Oh, yes, sir. About time. And yet you blew out the candles, and no one blew you. Wow. What a dick. No, you're an I asshole. Like that you turn twenty-one. I hope you feel young and spry. Jay hasn't seen the eighth of twenty-one. It's the Kennedy assassination. I'm oh. not that old, you fucking... Oh, my God. Wow. I'm not that old. He used to go to high school with my grandma. I'm not that... You know wow. what? Wow, that's bad, Your son. grandmother must be fucking 30-something. Whatever. What? I'm not going to say my age. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> seems as though this week we could be busy with all the big celebrations that occurred this week on wrestling. Yeah, there was, yeah. For example... This week in wrestling, we celebrated the man himself, Mr. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! His yeah. 70th birthday. That's right. Woo! That's right. Woo! That was man, bad. One day, I'm going to be the man and live like the man. With diabetes. Also, 
seems that Jay's not too far behind either from 70. What's with the fucking old jokes That's this week? not cool, bro. What's up with this? The fuck is wrong with this kid? He's a also dick. this week, a week in, in history. You good? Old Gregor brings you a blast from the past. All right. In this day, we have Gorilla Monsoon face Bruno San Martino in one of the biggest matches in Madison Square Garden's history. The fact that he knows this is really something. That's man. impressive. Bro. All right. What else you got, bro? Also, in 1998. My birthday year. ECW's pay-per-view. Living Dangerously had a humongous spot where Bam Bam Bigelow and Taz went through the ring. Where did you find it's sort this? Of like when Matthew gets tired and he throws himself in the bed, <laughs> his bed always hits the floor. Oh, wow. Um, He's fat. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. No, no. Why are you laughing, bro? It's just not. You're calling me fat, bro. You're fucking obese as hell. What are you laughing at? Yeah, fuck off. Final and possible last look we've ever seen of Brian Danielson on Ring of Honor TV. Hmm. I wonder whatever happened to him. Oh, look at Mm. him him being tongue in cheek. (laughs) Wow. This is a disaster, man. (laughs) Anything else? This week marks the fourth year anniversary of the wwe network oh the only network that i subscribe to longer than this has been pornhub (laughs) now now wow watch it for the pornography i hear they have video game clips on there as well do they really (laughs) do they really what the fuck Mm, do they really i really don't think so man all right losers Gotta go. Yeah, you should. Gotta chat with my Apex Legend friends, seeing as though that we might have a lady join the fold. I hope she's able to handle a big gun. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. Really Later, don't. gentle germs. Why do I pick up the fucking Skype? I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know at this point. Why do I, he calls you old. He calls me fat. He makes he fun of my birthday. He went this week. Bro. He went off. I'm I, not I, that fuck. I'm not that old. Yo, he's basically making it sound like you have, like, you're in a wheelchair and shit and you're white hair. I have not gotten AARP letters yet. That's what that When that happens, I'm going to fucking be depressed. Yeah? Yeah, that's going to be depressing to me. Uh-oh. What about your 401k? All right. You Any got, case, you got that shit. You always, but that's that's work related. You always gotta get it. hold back. You that's work related, fucker. You'll get it to, when you do four hundred one k. You did that now. True. You fucking sign up for it now. It's true, boss. Oh my god, I forgot these youngins. Oh shit, I am back old. in my day. I am old shit. Next up, what you got? Um, hold on. Stop watching fucking WWE Network. What the fuck? I'm doing research. On what? What I watched this week in wrestling. Jesus Christ, you are. Uh, I am. Um, Finn Balor faced Leo Rush in probably the best match Leo Rush has yeah. had on WWE television yes, so far. Great fucking match. Quick, quick side note: Jim Cornette went on on, on a rant last week saying that Leo Rush they should just f- f- pretend that we all forgot that Leo Rush was a professional wrestler, throw a suit on him, and never step foot in the wrestling ring as a wrestler again. Oh, corny! You see, I I, I tried to defend you earlier, man. 
But you, this is when you double back and you fuck up. You see, I would love to get him on the show because I would love to hear his fucking ex- his reasoning for about that. Hell yeah! He literally said Leo Rush should just be for, forget he ever trained to be a professional wrestler. Well, you know because that 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 whole the whole thing he got going on over there, it's a good look for him. He actually talks better than he wrestles, which is bullshit. <laughs> I know he wants to say the N-word. I know he wants to say the N-word. Finn Balor retained after a good sell of the knee. Um, Good match. Of course, Bobby Lashley then gets pissed off that Leo had a match besides him. Um, Bailey defeated Nia Jackson, the shocker of the year, of the of the night, because uh, no one expected that to happen. I guess, the, and it was announced at um, Fastlane it's going to be Sasha and Bailey versus Nia Jax and Tamina, which cool, cool, but this is all going to um, easy victory on Sasha and Bailey's part, my <laughs> personal opinion. Also on Raw, we had um, Dean Ambrose being saved by the Shield as um, Dean Ambrose gets gets, um, basically gang banged by the whole Raw (laughs) Defiant Squad. Bobby, is that what it's called, a Raw Defiant Squad? I I call him that. Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and fucking Elias now attack Dean Ambrose, and um, it seems that um, we're gonna have a match between the Shield. Braun Strowman versus those four goons. So, um, pretty cool to touch for that. And then also on Raw, we had in the main event, we had, uh, Ric Flair's birthday celebration. Yeah. Wait. Oh, man. Shit. Hold on. Um, um, can, can, uh, wait, give me a second. Can I, I stole for five seconds? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, stole it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Ric Flair had his birthday celebration as a Titan Tron was pulled up to this. And the guests, the guests, Jinder Mahal, previously on the show, wanted to become a guest on the show, but then Kurt Angle came out, jobbed him, <laughs> basically t- made him tap out in five minutes. And I just fucking, and, uh, yeah, don't worry. And Kurt Angle, um, is, is a guest on the show, which my question is, what did Kurt Angle and Ric Flair ever do together? I really don't think anything. Yo, you know how many people said that shit? Yeah. I'm thinking because of, uh, they could get fucking some no, arn. Fortune. Oh yeah, no, I said that because of Impact. In- Impact, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. main event mafia and Fortune or whatever it was. Uh. You happen. I'm fucking work. I got I had to deal with a fucking patient and it smells like work. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm smelling on me. Now it's starting to come hit me. Uh oh. It almost well. smells like if I fucking patient. It smells like work. Oh, you need to have bath? Uh yeah, I need to do everything. Oh horrible. Jesus. Alright, so um Save a life. Um no, so kill the motherfucker. Uh oh. And then the guests were Ricky the Dragon Street Steamboat, Shawn Michaels. Sean is looking very um, um Red Dead Redemption two with that yeah, face. No, he's looking Far Cry five. Far Cry five right now. Yeah, dead ass uh, down Southville. If he's Red Dead and Far Cry five had a kid, that was Shawn Michaels' facial very hair. Far five right Kurt Angle, why? Oh, Sting! Oh my God! And Sting, Sting looks like um, Sting looks like he should have been on the audition line for fucking RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> he also looks like he do the Flexio commercial. Oh. Like what? What? That makes no sense, what but it makes sense to me. Champion oh. in our eyes. Courtesy of WWE, this is the last segment of Raw. This custom-made that belt looks diesel. Hideous. Diesel. Hideous. Well, the strap is cheap. That's exactly. That's the cheapest strap ever. <laughs> they couldn't. That should like fucking. That was the last thing on Toys R Us. Yo, on clearance. That was the clearance Toys R Us ever. <laughs> they went mad cheap. Oh god, how can you go cheap for Nature Boy like that? The man who could buy that belt with his fucking toilet paper. Sting, Sting look like he's gonna go to a a, a Harley store and say, "Is this on sale?" <laughs> I love Harleys, but is this on sale? He does furniture shopping every week. <laughs> Not even at IKEA. Bob's. He goes to Bob's. No funny though, Bob's pretty lit. I fuck with Bob's. I got like furniture from there. You fuck bought it? That. Heavy. 
You want the thing you wanted? Ooh, look at her, look. No, no, not yet. Look at this shit. Ooh. This motherfucker looks cool as shit, boy. Yo, Batista, that's my son, boy. And it's done perfectly. He dragged the cameraman to record it. Yep. Now, whoever fucking set up the segment. Scrange. Bring him back for more segments. This was filmed perfectly. Yup. That's, yo, that's my man. You know that. Look at Fat Boy. Fat Boy getting dragged out there. Fat, <laughs> fat boy. boy. Big gut. This you, is, know, you know Rick couldn't take no bumps, yeah, so they no, had to do this. Drag him. The meme of the week. Hey, Hunter. Do I have your attention now? My son Batista's back, boy. There's only two things that I can say about Batista. I'm like, eh, yeah, eh, eh. we could have fixed something. Number one, why did he, he had like the blue vans, like shades? Yeah, shit, Those fresh. are the ones that they sell to old people when they they need to drive. Cross the shoot the sun. Not that when they had to drive because they don't want the glare from the yeah, sun. Yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, he's the, wearing the granny glasses. The blue banners. It's like, oh, oh, oh. oh. so much. That's the shit you see in um, infomercials and shit. Yeah, Back to the Future shades and, and or some like, shit like that. You can get these uh, shades to protect you for three ninety nine a month. Like it's like what? <laughs> what? And then that secondly, n- yeah, go ahead. That nose ring. That gotta go. Get bro. that shit out. Gotta Drax go. ain't wearing that shit, boy. Yeah, that's a rap, boy. <laughs> Batista get, gotta go. Get that shit out of I here. I love Batista though, so uh, seeing him back made me. You should. You dressed him like I'm in Halloween. Never, never did. The running joke ever. Never did. And Triple until H- he finds proof, Triple H is never happened. Triple H um, running to the scene going, what happened when he just saw what happened at live on TV <laughs> on the screen? What oh, I need it. What a mook. Look, what happened? How much you want to bet to make noise in the back? Batista probably threw a chair or threw a cupcake on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Trying to get beat up. I'm leaving. Get the doctor. And, um. Come on, doc. Come on. Look at these teeth. Ah. <laughs> and I'm sad to announce we have some breaking news from for, for Ric Flair's condition. I will Ric Flair, you. Ric Flair, ladies and gentlemen, has. I will you. Ric Flair has passed onto onto New World Resort Casino because he's he drank that same night. <laughs> Ric, Woo! Flair, Ric Flair has passed a kidney stone because <laughs> he drank too much tonight. Um. So yes, I guess we're getting, we're getting Batista and Triple H at Mania, boy. Yeah, boy, looking for that one, boy. I'm hyped, mother. Yo, Batista's my dude, so I'm hyped for that shit. Did you flex? Oh, you, did you flex when you saw him come out? I was like, this. Oh, I, I, I was hyped for that shit. Next up, next up, it's SmackDown. Uh, as SmackDown started off phenomenal, we were in the middle of an interview, but um, but I watched it fully again. Did you watch it? Yeah, of course, definitely. And uh SmackDown was fucking phenomenal. Probably one of the best SmackDowns in months. It it ba- it literally put all the pieces together for what I think SmackDown's going to represent on, on WrestleMania this year. It started off with the contract signing between Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. Um Kofi t- talks about how much he's been working his ass off for 11 years. Daniel Bryan just staring at him down like a complete puppet. And all of a sudden Vince comes out and says that Kofi is not worth the spot at Fastlane due to being not stiff enough and not not making not not drawing numbers. So who was the replacement, ladies and gentlemen? No, it wasn't Sin Cara. No, no, no. It really wasn't Samoa Joe. Sin Cara? It wasn't Samoa Joe. Which I it would have been cool, but that would have been cool. Kevin freaking Owens is back, ladies and gentlemen, and looking looking Okay, wait, wait. Devin Air. Okay, wait, wait. Not really. He looks like us. I'm cool with that. Fine, but it, it, it ain't. He doesn't it, look fat anymore. He, he had a. Yes, go- he does. 
Nas. Nope, not compared to what? Nope. Boy. Nope. Stop Not it. calling it. Look it up on YouTube. Nope. He looked, he looked decent. He had a little gut. He wasn't a twig. No, I got a little gut. Okay, and I have a big one. Well, it is what it is, boy. But Kevin Owens is a fat son. Oh, You're not fat. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't see it that way. Oh. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a. I'm big boned. I'm not fat. I'm just big boned. Uh, I, he <laughs> he looked all right. And like I said, he looked okay. I had to watch it again. Yeah. I was like, he looked okay. The the, the new tattoos he got. He looks like a different man. Wow. What um. What you what you do to get to the spotlight? Just beat the shit out of your fucking boss like you did before. Right. How to um um yeah Vince yeah. Yeah. He beat up Vince previously. Had bought him and everything. Listen, um, pick and choose the right one, man. I'm looking that possibly there's a storyline for him to get the fuck out of here. Who, Vince? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on with this whole XFL shit. Yeah. And all yeah. yeah. Understood. Um, I think he might want to fucking. Uh, by the way, I just loved how people talk shit about, well, you know, somebody's not at the job, somebody's not doing what they're doing. But whenever you see the whole background, uh, uh, of of the gorilla position and all that, yeah. You see Vince sitting there, right there, which is so dope. I, right I every with, time, I fucks with that. I like, I I like that. Well, the performer he's goes. A, he's a seventy something year old man, and he's in the back, and he's there in front. Like which, when, with, with his son. I was matter. Of, oh, that was the other one. I, I forgot to mention. The, WrestleMania um, thirty four. No, the um the the Hardys. Fucking amazing fucking documentary. Man. Yeah, yeah. The, the twenty the twenty four. Yeah. Fucking amazing! They're man. doing good on that point oh <laughs> on the network. They, they bring God. good documentaries on. And that when shit. he came back, when they came back, and the love that he showed them, he was like, "Welcome home," and all that. Yeah. Shit, that shit was fucking dope. Yep, definitely. Um, man. And even with the Kevin Owens thing, to where when Kevin Owens had his his twenty four his chronicle, way, yeah, when they talked about the match that he had with Jericho, he's like, "It was shit." Yeah, for him to come back and say Kevin Owens is you know he's putting him back over. Yeah, which is a Good look. Thing. It's a beautiful thing. I like that. I like that's but, the core and beauty of wrestling, man. But uh, I got to tell you guys something. Kofi's winning the championship at Mania. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Everyone's online going, "This is racist. This is racist." I'm like, love it. I love it. Vince made a decision about a few days ago. I could probably, I could, we could all, um, this last weekend and said, you know what? Damn it, we're gonna do it. We're gonna give Kofi the belt. If Kofi was not going to win the belt at Mania, they would have had the match at Fastlane. Now that he's now that he's been replaced, he, they're they're giving him. The Becky Lynch treatment, which I'm completely fine with. Kofi Kingston's gonna probably gonna be in a triple threat match at Mania and win the belt, which Red's gonna cry because I can't wait to see a for the first African American black I'm gonna United, shit WWE, my pants. Champ, WWE champion live and in color. So, um, so yeah, Kofi, um, Kevin Owens replaced Kofi Kingston controversy, blah blah. Kofi's gonna win in the end game. Wow. Speaking of Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys did return as a unit yeah! this week on SmackDown. That was actually that was actually really good though. Yeah, it was. Good. It was. Um, get that woken shit out of here, boy. Yeah, Matt. Matt. They they, they did um they did a uh, interview with the in, in the back, and Matt Hardy spoke full on normal. He was like, "Yeah, I I I knew how to control my woken wisdom." I was like, "This guy." So we we don't he have. Should have just said, "Fuck this bullshit." Fuck nah, this nah, bullshit. Nah, I can't no that. more woken Hardy. Is the Hardy Boys are gonna have um. Probably a, a little run at the the SmackDown tag team titles. They 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 need it. They need a um a, another tag team over there. SmackDown. They do. So yeah. um they're gonna be like oh my god that's like that's a belt that they actually need to get the the championship of gold expedition. Yeah. So mm. Hardy Boys back. I ain't complaining. Hardy Boys for me are always the number one. That's my favorite tag team of all time. So I'm always gonna rep them when they're back. 
Charlotte says that she's going to be on Raw next week to reclaim the championship um, because Ronda gave it up on Raw. Ronda um, cut a terrible promo, which I don't. I'm, I don't even. I'm not even putting on this shit. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I wanted to play it. It is. I it, should though. All uh, right, go ahead. Um, should, back yeah, to Raw. Back talking, to the future in the Delorean. Yeah, Delorean. But talk about it anyway. Um. So um. Ronda gave up the belt and oh, after a terrible promo saying that it's not best for business. Blah blah. And then Charlotte goes on SmackDown to announce that she's going to come on Raw this week. Basically, and take the championship and become champion right now. Um, oh, here it goes. So let's play right oh, now. Oh, way to bring her on Raw for the storyline. Awful. She she's awkward. It's time to end this. Vince, get out here. Vince man, get out here. She uh, sounds like she sounds like um a parent yeah. that's mad because their kid didn't get the promotion right. they wanted. Yeah, she's a sore loser. Someone on Facebook. Someone on Facebook. That kid went to gym class. He won the kickball game. So what did he punch another kid in the face? Someone posted on Principal Facebook. Principal Skinner, bring your ass out here. Someone posted on Facebook that Vince got a sex change because Stephanie came out. I was like, you're so annoying. Stumbling. Stumbling. I understand you're upset. Everybody here saw what just happened. Reinstating Becky Lynch. I Stephanie, think don't wear jeans ever again. Right Never. Now. You're assless. You're being loaded into the back of a police car. You Becky are assless. Been arrested. Jeans are not your. She has the mom jeans. Yeah, you're, you're not. It's no good for. So no good, Mama. No good. Do the charges. Reinstate Becky for the Rollins. Go tell your daddy. Just do it. Uh. Rhonda, it's just not that to go through this. Your opponent. At she used to have a nice ass though. Charlotte. Who Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she did. In her youth, maybe it's the jeans. Maybe Look, it is the jeans. That's not what you wanted. I know it's she not what grandma you wanted. Yeah, it's just mom jeans. Courtesy of WWE, of course. But look around his face, man. She does this. So now, yep. I'm gonna cry. Yep. I'm gonna cry. No, fuck this. I'm a monster. I'm gonna kill you. The fuck out of here. Look, 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 look. <laughs> they do what's best for business, right? Right. This is what's right? best for business. It's what I want. It's what they want. Hear what she's about to say right now. That's what the ginger douche and cuffs wants. I mean, come on, Steph. The oh. first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. The ginger douche Being and cuffs. Becky, Charlotte. I mean, think about what this is to you, to your legacy, Steph. Give her. To your three daughters. Give her Paul Heyman, man. It's a hard. Stephanie saving this shit. No, that is not good enough. I demand that you reinstate Becky for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania now. You demand? Who do you think you're talking to? I'm your boss. You work for me. You know, my father said it right. You and Becky, you're pretty much cut from the same cloth. You both have a bad attitude and nobody, not Becky Lynch, not Rowdy Ronda Rousey, nobody is bigger than the WWE. Oh, so guess who's coming back? Uh... The authority. Yeah, yep. I'm not like everyone else who you give just enough that they have to come back. I bled enough. I bled enough to be set for life. I am not your worker. I am Ronda Rousey and I am the Raw Women's Champion. Get the fuck out, bitch. (laughs) I will carry this title as long as that represents the best of the best. But now I just have the chosen. It's nothing. This is just a belt. You made this into a gaudy accessory that isn't even my style. You like that, though. I cannot stand here. Get the fuck out, bitch. You violating this title. What this up, means too Luke? much, Steph. Finn says that Look he's at the, the way man. She's standing. He makes yep. all the tough decisions. Steph, it's time for him to make the right decision. She had no promo class. Kelly Kelly cut a better promo than her. 
When she did that, nobody knew what the fuck was happening. Right. No one did. No. Nobody understood that. She Listen, with no training comes this. It's, simple. Yeah. it's that simple. It's at all. Oh, she put the belt down. And what happened? Yeah. Get the weather. Uh, get the weather. So, yeah, Ronda Rousey. Um, all right. Back to um, giving uh, the championship. So, Charlotte made her big um, proper do. Yeah, um, she's going to go on a roll this weekend. It's a, you know. It, it, and a, she cut a great promo. On she did. Yeah. She did. Charlotte's. That's Jim, what you call a pro. Jim Ross calls Charlotte the new um, Hulk Hogan. That's that's um, big. That's yeah, big. That's yeah, big. I'm, I'm kind of confused on yeah, that. Yeah, but, that's, that's big. Um, um, the U.S. Championship Open Challenge was started by R-Truth this week, and <laughs> guess who came out? It's so funny to say that shit. Yeah, I know. Um, Almas and Rey Mysterio come out. Almas! Which puts them in the U.S. Championship picture. R-Truth won by a roll-up, but it's obvious to the point. Great, po- great. It's obvious. We're getting Almas and Mysterio at Mania. Uh, but can't... who gets the belt at Fastlane, though? Um, that would be Rey Mysterio. Give Almas the over at Mania, bro. Yeah. I think that would, I think that that's the best way to do it. I think so too. Have Ray win yeah, one up him at Fastlane so. and then Omos knock that motherfucker to the ground, boy. Bad Bunny should. I think Ray wants that. I think that. Bad Bunny should fucking come out. Yo, Bad and- Bunny, play my music. <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Bad Bunny should announce one of them. Bad Bunny trying to play. Um, Etueras. Etueras. <laughs> Cotila para rest in peace, Oreras. rest in peace. Next, um, he come with a ma- me mascara mask on and shit. Yeah, exactly. Because he's a wrestling fan, so he should be there. Don't be, yo. We fuck around and say that shit. And that motherfucker and in New York, he'll be in the Hall of Fame soon. And then, no, I'm saying in New York, he'll come through. That motherfucker will come out. Son. Yeah, he'll pull up, yo. Yo, we will. Look I was at dead. It, he'll pull up. We'll look at each other from the end of it. Be like, yo, yo, this is jokes. <laughs> I dead ass. Get to where Get to where Rest in peace, all the poreras. God help us all. Next. Randy Orton and AJ Styles gonna, um, begins a feud and Kel- Kofi and, and Kofi and Kevin Owens won the main event in a tag team match against Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm hype. Mandy Rose is getting a women's championship match at Fastlane. She's gonna lose, but <laughs> at least you're giving her a championship match in a pay per view. I guess it's a good Who it, should face Oscar? It's gonna be Lacey Evans. I don't want it to be Lacey Evans, That's but it's going be to be pre show, son. I'm telling you. Yeah. That match is gonna be. It's gonna be Lacey Evans, but I don't want it to be. And Lacey's gonna win. Like I hope you really. Lacey's gonna win. They're gonna. They're giving her the Fandango treatment. Why? They they see a lot in her. They see her as the next show. When she comes out, nobody gives a. Yeah, I know. Nobody. AJ said that she's one turn around. Turn around back to the stage away from me. I keep saying we found Carmen San Diego. Yeah, facts. That's true. Get the weather. So that was SmackDown Live, and now on to Wrestling Rundown with the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Always, the closer. 
rightfully where it belongs. Like John Franklin. And John Stamos. What? Uncle Jesse? Yes, sir. What? Who said that? All right, guys. As always, I am the Howard Stern of this segment to my Robin Ophelia Quivers. Oski. So, Oski. Yikes. Take it away. Before we start, I want to ask, do we have enough time to play a video? Which is? Which one? The Lana going off on Ronda Rousey vid. Yes. Hold on. Let me see. It's on YouTube. It's her on the, it's her and her RC, her fucking, um, her, her moving car shit laying on the couch. Um, but the first thing we're going to talk about here is a few impact news, a few news from, uh, shit from impact wrestling. Madison Rain, um, leaves her ring of honor contract to go to impact once again. Um, that was quick. Uh, <laughs> Madison Rain just joined ring of honor about a few months ago and, in order, and is already back at impact. Supposedly due to her wanting a reunion of some sorts with like maybe um a reunion. That's all they said. A reunion and impact and and, and Ring of Honor denied that for her, so she decided that she wanted to leave and go back to Impact. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? How quick that was? That was like what a few months. Oh, it's gonna be great. It could happen that fast. It's her husband basically is running the shit. But Billy, but she left where her husband works. And he said. Babe, this isn't working. I gotta go. I gotta come back home. Listen, Madison Rain. Um, I think she's not. I'm not a fan of her. That I one. Don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I've seen what her do what she does a million other times for yeah, other like females. She's, to me, she's mediocre. I, I just think that she's great. so old. She's so a veteran in the game because <laughs> forty and slip. She's old. She's old, yeah. and she's been in the game for a while. So it's like respect, I guess. Is that, that's the, that's the same thing. If you see Victoria come in the ring, it's like all right. But I would take Victoria over her. Yeah, facts. Victoria is boo and of the videos we've seen. Like I would a take trooper. Yeah, I would take a yeah, soldier. That's right, girl. Holla at me. Um, but also the same thing where it's like, um, like the same thing with Mickey James is like I would take Mickey James before I would take her. Yeah, but also, so yeah, Madison Reigns the impact. Also, Fala Ba resigns, which I'm shocked at. That was cool. That was cool. And one more thing, cool. guess who also would be signed? Me and Red's favorite tag team, which is Reno Scum. Yeah. Oi, oi! No, I actually hate them. Yes, I'm. <laughs> Worst gimmick ever. But that's the impact Remember moves. We saw them on fucking um, on some indie shit yep. in Vegas. Yep, in a mountain championship like, Who wrestling. The fuck is this? And they end up on Reno a- Scum. Really? Um, and that was this week's impact news. Brought to you by nice Reno shot. Scum. Brand new, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst. Yeah, the, the Lana video because we'll do that now. Yeah, we're good. All right, Lana. It seems like Lana has been going on the uh, rant of the past two weeks due to her being off Total Divas. And also, and also, somebody put it as I'm salty. No, no, that's her. Oh, that's her. That's her channel. Yes, that's her. Yes, yeah, CJ Lana Perry. That is her channel. Oh. Um, so it seems like Ronda Rousey has replaced her on Total Divas, and this is what she had to say about that. Yes, I'm just gonna address the elephant in the room. Yes, I'm very, very salty, bitch. You know I'm salty. I've already discussed all the reasons why I'm salty. Do you want to know what is adding all the icing on the cake to my saltiness? is the fact that I have read on the internet, rumor has it that Ronda Rousey is possibly taking my spot on Total Divas. Are you kidding me? I mean, I understand. Like, let's just take a moment. Actually, everyone, let's just take a moment. She sounds like Bret Hart. Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet. Everyone, clap for you. Clap for Ronda Rousey, everyone. Joy, clap with me. Clap with me. Let's clap around Ronda Rousey. Fattest woman on the planet. You have broken every, shattered every glass ceiling. You sell at every single pay-per-view. Apparently, we've gotten this Fox deal because of Ronda Rousey. Whoa. 
Didn't know that, but I guess that's what it is, you know? No, she sounds like somebody that's practicing the to do a promo. You came in third so. place at the Olympics. You got a, a bronze medal. So technically, you're really not the best, and you're definitely not number one. But anyways, oh, now you're a reality star? I thought you all you did she was diss reality yeah, stars. Diss the Bellas. And now you're taking my spot on Total Divas? Yes, I'm salty. Very, very salty. Oh. There is literally not enough salt in here to tell you how freaking salty I am. Yeah, I'm not listening to that shit no more. <laughs> I'm not listening. To that. that that shit is fucking horrible, son. Um, can we both agree that shit like this? And shame on Rusev because he's actually filming this. He's holding that shit. I, I pray he's. No, he's always filming it. She said it in the video. She goes, "Oh, sorry, Rusev's filming." Ugh. Um, Rusev, you want to know why you're not getting these nah, he's spots? Not, he's not holding that shit because it's too no. Steady. He is. Ask her. It's too steady. She said Rusev's holding. <laughs> he it. said, "Ask her." A ask her, boy. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me put on speed dial. The fuck? That shit is too steady. She that said Rusev was holding it. She was like, "Sorry, Rusev uh, is recording Listen, me right at now." Any at any time in my life, I can never hold a fucking phone or camera. That this steady. is me. Exactly. Like I got. I, like I got fucking um the 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 fucking uh, what you call him. Uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, the Michael J. Fox syndrome. Like I can't, or the uh, Michael, uh, the Muhammad Ali syndrome. I can't. I won't be able to hold that shit. Um, Parkinson's. Can, can, yeah, there you go. <laughs> can we both agree that um, Lana's basically um, is the, probably the, one, of the, one of the main reasons that Rusev's not getting the push? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I well, with this, I this, think this is a gimmick. This is dumb. Like if she would have did her own. Different, like she's had older ones that she fucked this up. I feel like if badly. it was a gimmick, they would have had her voice Lana, the, the, the Lana. It's a Rusev. No, no she's no, straight no, no, going no, hood no, right now. No, this is still gimmick because look at the way she's coming off. It, it's stage. She goes, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm gonna. It's not like the other shit that she did before where it was, you could tell she was trying to say it from the heart. Right. That shit is a fucking act. She's trying to get over. Yeah, but get is it still hurting Rusev? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, she doesn't keep her mouth closed, and I think it's affecting Rusev as well. So I think you should really smarten up, Rusev. Right, I think it's dumb. He got a bicycle. Um, it seems we have a new member of the creative team, right? Oh, who is it? Um, do you want to take a wild guess based off your knowledge of who deserves to be uh, uh in the creative team? Well, I heard Brian. Uh, um, um, I mean, um. Bruce Pritchard got hired. Um, yes, but that's not who I'm talking about. Bruce Pritchard is definitely able to be. So, uh, who deserves to be in the creative team? That's not a part of the creative team oh, right man, now. Man, I have shit. And uh, and and guess who uh, who I'm talking about? Because I I would have said um um my god um my my guy from um from what culture should have been on there? Nope, not him. No. Um. Wow. Um. I I know um Shane Shane Helms is there. Right. Abyss got signed. But who's not there? Who's the one? Who's the one person I'm talking about right now, man? Should have been signed. Who who do you think I'm talking about that just got signed to the creative team? I don't, I don't know. Who? Well, it was the obvious choice, man. I can't believe you got it wrong, man. Ooh. I'm disappointing you. Dana Warrior is a part of the creative team now. The most obvious choice. You got to be No. I'm, I'm, I am for real. The most, the most deserving. Bullshit. Dana Warrior is now a part of the WWE creative team. I swear to you. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Vince they is trying to hire some, the the, the war some, zone right now. They have some nice signings over there. Yeah, and now they go from but, that to this. Oh, hold on, wait. This it just reminds me of. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me look for it quick. Is there any news on it? Like, um, yeah, I still have. Wait, I still on. have three oh, things. Oh, I got it. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. It just reminds me of. Look up, look up, Ultimate Warrior and Phil Collins. You'll be all right. That you're welcome. 
Oh my god. Ooh. This is what's gonna be Dana Dana Warrior's fucking uh, idea. This is gonna be her booking. Wait, so how, how wait. How did I how did how did you do before? Wait, hold on, wait. What made you mad about this video before? Um, Warriors wrestling with a belt on. <laughs> Who does that? What a fucking what ego. What a fucking Eno maniac. Who does that? He does the splash with his belt on. They're really trying to show that belt off, right? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Take the belt off. And the ref actually is in the mix. <laughs> That's something else, man. Phil Collins, ladies and gentlemen. I forgot. I might have got in trouble with that. But in any case, um. <laughs> oh, well, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, fuck, whatever, fuck it. Um. <laughs> At this point, fuck it. Um, no, but, um, how did it go before? How is, oh, uh, what's, 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 um, Dana Warrior's pitch that you saw before that you, you said off the mic? Did, did I? You no, said oh, it was no, steroids? No, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. This is, this is my shit. What the fuck can she pitch in any meeting? She's gonna go like this. All right, guys, so I have the perfect idea. Why does she sound like a man? Oh, because I don't want to do the girly voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have a perfect idea. My idea is this. Let's get all the women in the WWE. That's like hypercharic. <laughs> put face paint on them. This is me too. And make them take steroids. And then make them shake the ropes, have the frog splash, and be bitter. Uh, um, hello? Why is everyone leaving? I'm a, uh, <laughs> uh, hi, I'm, um, I'm, I'm Dana Warrior. Uh, thank you for bringing me on board. Um... I have a lot of ideas. This is a lot of stuff that my husband left with me. And I'm hoping to share with the masses here in the, in the WWE corporate offices. Um, if you give me, just give me one second just to look up something um, through my husband's booklet here. Um, uh, okay. Um, number one, Vince, uh, it says here before anyone from the warrior family does anything for this company he should suck his dick what what oh, I, I don't think, i'm sorry I, didn't, I shouldn't have read that i'm sorry um, oh okay. I'm sorry. That, that was i'm sorry it says don't say this in front of vince i'm sorry i didn't see that part at the end um yikes oh okay i gotta hear oh, oh okay good uh thank you for being uh for bringing me on board and i'm happy that you guys have acknowledged the legacy of my husband and warrior says uh cheeseburgers for nigeria um okay sometimes he's going he went on the rant i don't understand what that means i don't know what that means but sometimes it's just something wow uh, dana we gotta talk man uh yeah you know what, everyone cut it off no, you... no 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 wait before i leave um before, no, stop, don't leave yet um, yeah, one last word okay um finally um just, just one more going, chance. I'm just going. No, sorry. I'm just going through the book. Please just give me a moment. Go through the book. Oh, here it goes. It says, um, uh, um, every first of the month is Warrior Day, which means that every wrestler should paint their face and walk around and um, disrespect all authority and ask for one hundred thousand dollars on their contract. Oh, um, I Vince. Think, I think we could do that. Um, Vince. Vince. Yes. Vince, yes, Dana. Vince, why are you leaving, guys? All right. See you guys next week. All right. Thanks. Um, Dana Warrior. Bye. What the? F- what the? What a f- pick. Why would they fucking hire her for that? 
she was doing perfect hope, things with the Warrior I'm Award and the fucking charity yeah, and all I'm that ho- shit. I'm hoping that's what it's for. For charity and... I'm, no, I'm hoping that she has ideas to where that she does a charity thing with the Susan B. Anthony yeah. breast cancer. That's it. Dick fucking cancer, whatever the fuck it is, and they do whatever Shvinkta. it is. Yeah, the sphincter cancer. The sphincter cancer. Sphincter cancer. Shvink, that's yeah. fucking Artie right there. Yeah, yeah. Shvink. In my sphincter. But, uh... What? She ain't gonna lie. No, she ain't be. It seems like Harley Race has um, obtained a terminal disease. Terminal, sorry, disease. Harley Race. I really thought he was dead already. No offense to him. I know everybody else did, but I didn't because that son of a bitch will never leave my mind. Harley Race, though. Um, what, what did Ric Flair say that he have? He uh, has terminal a- lung cancer. Ooh, how long is that gonna? How long is that usually? I don't know. Like that could be anything. That's short. It could be like from. Two years to tomorrow, like you. Wow. Um, but the fuck, you know what it is? That's that old school shit. Like motherfuckers having chewing tobacco, and yeah, smoking out a whole lot of their neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. I told you I had that one. Hello, story. my name is John. Yeah, I, I told you I had that one story with him where I met him at um, WrestleMania twenty nine. Uh-huh. We were at Access. Yeah, and old bastard was in a wheelchair and was still. I shook his. Yo, nobody recognized him. Right. And we were coming on the rim. I was like, holy shit, let's fucking Harley race. Sally wouldn't even remember because she was still little. Right. And I was like, holy shit. I said, oh, God. Is you were starstruck? Race. Not starstruck. It's just like, what the fuck? You're I, in the same I, presence? I know, the, I know the hist- his history. Yeah. Like, he's not really a fan guy. He doesn't really correlate with that. He hates that shit. But with me, it was just like, I, I just did like a double take. I was like, oh, shit, it's fucking Harley race. Like, wow. So I didn't know whether to approach him right. and shake his hand. And plus, I think he was coming up for signing. Right. And I and I just I was like, wow. I said, uh, uh, thank you for for all you've done for wrestling. And he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah good. thank you for for acknowledging that. And he grabbed my hand and locked my shit like it was a handcuff. Oh man. And he shook my hand. And I swear to you, it was locked it for me. And I was you like, think he did that on a purse or pressure point, or it was a legit handshake? That's that's what them old school motherfuckers do. Like they grab your hand and they. Just show like I'm the dominant motherfucker. I'm I'm 99 years old. I'm still gonna make sure I'm that that dude. <laughs> I'm still the diesel. I'm right still there. that dude. But it, it was just them, and he smiled, and he and I was like, uh, oh, "All right, get the fuck off me, man! <laughs> Shit! All right, I, I get can't it. imagine you getting uncomfortable. I get it. You could beat me in an arm wrestling contest. Not in a walking contest. Not in a walking contest. I win in that shit. <laughs> um, so what? yeah um, our, our terminal tabloids Prayers are with Howard Finkel Who's actually really sick Right now so Him we'll too I don't know what the fuck Happened to him um, He was supposed to go A lot of weight And he's um, dealing With something himself So Howard Finkel And How- Harley Race uh, Your prayers are with us I hate you I hate you Probably not the drop That I should have put there. <laughs> That makes this show Amazing man Weird I hate you yeah, After that deaf shit Weird it seems like we're finally getting the honky tonk man in the Hall of Fame. Let me tell you, the newest induction of the Hall of Fame is Honky Tonk Man, and um, wow, um, I really thought he was in already. To be honest, <laughs> I thought he was in the class of '06 or some shit. Um, honky Tonk Man, people who say he's probably one of the best intercontinental champions of all time, uh, arguably. He held the championship the longest. Um, he, he basically, his gimmick was Elvis. Um, and he's now in the Hall of Fame. Red, um, why are people blowing their beasts for this? People are going mad hype. Yo, he's a legend. How's he not been in there before? That's my guy. Since when? <laughs> like, who the fuck is, who's actually saying that? Everyone on Facebook, they're like, yo, Hockey Tuck Man deserves this shit. Must deserve, dog. You family. 
I'm for real. You've seen it. I told are you. They, are they saying it like that? That they're pumping a chest like that? For they're real? hype. For sure. They put in caps. Honky Tonk Man is the no, MVP. I, I, I saw that the people were like, finally, finally. And it's like, apparently you motherfuckers don't watch shoot videos. And don't realize that Honky Tonk Man did not want to. He did not want to be in there. That's, they obviously paid him big dollar for that shit. He's like, let me tell you guys, there's not enough money out in Memphis that can put me in a Hall of Fame that I would give a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun fact. That's Jerry Lawler's fucking cousin. Yeah, it is. They look so alike. It's pretty sad. Yeah. But um, Hunky Tonk Man, the Hall of Fame, congratulations, sir. We will see you there on the red carpet um, if your bitterness allows it because we all know that speech is going to be something else. He's going to say some wild shit. Yeah, I shit. can't wait for that. This is going to be real shoot. Vince yeah. McMahon, fuck you. You didn't sell my <laughs> guitar shot in the lot. Uh, <laughs> Undertaker, you ain't sell my, my guitar shot, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, fuck you. No one sold my guitar shot but Jeff Jarrett. What? What? <laughs> On to the last, uh, last piece of news we got for the night. Okay. Um, by the way, like I said, before we continue, yep. he didn't want to be in it. He, yeah, he didn't want to be a part of it. He said it for years. They would have inducted him a long yeah. time ago if they yeah, did it. he said it for years. Bunch of, it's probably one of those Triple H fucking um, inductees. Yep. This is Triple that. H makes... Yo, Triple H is the, the bridge... How much are you giving me for this? <laughs> Triple H is thinking he should be the bridge mender. Yeah, he's like, how much are you giving me for this? Yeah. Woo! That's a nice check. That's a nice check, buddy. <laughs> And you get to have one skit on Raw. Done. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the questions. Uh, me and Red are actually very... Uh, this, is, this, is, this is the last piece of news. As um, Nick Miller, a part of TM61 and the Mighties on NXT, um, it seems like he left the company due to family things. He wanted to stay with his family. He wanted to be with his daughters, all that. He, wants to, he wanted to live the family life. Beautiful. Which, That's beautiful. beautiful. That's beautiful. Leaves. He 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 left WWE. He left NXT and all that because that's what, that was his obligation. That's what he told him. Well, do you know what it really is? No, what happened? Um, now he's called Mikey Nichols, and he's in New Japan for the New Japan Pro Cup tournament. <laughs> no way, for real. I'm for real, for real. What and, an um, asshole! In the same couple of months of his release, he is automatically back in the Indies, leaving his partner in the dust. Of NXT, no, but I heard he's um um they got beef. Wow, that's bad, yo. That's the dirtiest, grimiest shit ever. He literally took, he literally said he was. You know what? That's pussy of him. He took the family excuse. Which one was the one I was hurt for a minute? Was that, it him or the other one? That would be. We have to look. I think we have to look it up. Not sure. Yeah, we have to look it up. But yeah, that's 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 suspect. Slimes, um. He leaves his tag team partner. He basically dips and he makes the excuse about his family. Then goes to I know I understand you need a paycheck. I understand you got to work, but you could have been more honest with the the the, the fans, the your tag team partner, and probably the, the, the company WWE. Um, now he's in New Japan, and um, I know some grimy shit happened there in NXT, man. Gr- um, wow, that's some whack shit. I hope you fucking fail. <laughs> Does he owe you money? He owes me a candy bar and a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Oh shit, man! And um, wow. Anything else? No, that's it. I'm tapping out. All right, guys, make sure you I tapped out some- last week at the comedy club. We'll talk- <laughs> well, I want to come on social oh, media stand up. Forgot about that. We'll talk about social media stand up. But we could do that tomorrow. Yeah. When you come to right. Oh shit! But I forgot. Yeah. Damn. We had a we. Yeah. We, we had a night. That'll start off the opening salvo next week. Oh, make sure you guys check us out on social media outlets as well as on old podcast stand outlets, Turbuckle Tabloid. And uh, part two of the Abe Cannon interview will be next week, and we'll be celebrating as well the two-year, man, two-year anniversary two of years, us doing boy. this. Man. Two years, damn, son. Yeah, I know. We it's old, crazy, boy. Uh, guys, uh, once again, 
Thanks again for being a part of the show. And uh, as always, I am the king of talk song, Mr. Ear to the Mat. And I am the king of jerk style. I love you. I love you. Nah, fuck out of here. Make, Yo, sure you share, make sure you share, share, and like as well. Yeah, show some love, man. And um, it'll do you some good. We out of here. Laters. Laters. Extra, extra. This week's issue is finally here. Download, stream, and share the hottest WrestleCast around. Get ready for your latest installment of Turnbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one. Turnbuckle tabloid.